What's up, everybody? Welcome to PSI Love You XOXO episode 34. What up, Walter Payton? I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. Go Islanders. It's good to be here with you today. It's, give me a handshake. It's good to be here with you. You have such a good handshake. A lot I of do. other things suck about you, but yeah. the handshake, one of your better qualities, yeah. I'll say right now. I give good handshakes. I give good hand jobs. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's just to be expected. Kung Fu Grip. <laughs> Ooh, I'm the girl. You gotta, you gotta open him up. No, no, you gotta squeeze the life out of that dick. <laughs> well, that's how you like it. That's how you like it. Um, Colin, what have you been doing lately? Not much. Staying up. Yeah. Have you been playing Uncharted Four? I've been. Would you like to tell the world all about Uncharted Four? Oh, no, no, no. We'd love to talk to you about Uncharted Four, ladies and gentlemen. We have been playing Uncharted Four. Many of you have called us out on Twitter and PSN and many other places about it. However, we cannot talk about Uncharted Four. Our Uncharted Four review will post here on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games Thursday, May fifth mm. at twelve oh one a.m. Mm. So first thing in the morning. Mm. Thursday, but like Wednesday night if you mm, stayed up the whole time mm. there. Now, what's interesting about it, many of you asked, it will be spoiler-free mm. because that is what yeah. is demanded by the embargo. What? Oh, so we have to because of the embargo. I forgot about that because we talked about that on Conor Greg Live. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. How are we going to really have a substantive conversation? Are we going to do something different? For like the I, yes. spoilers? Yes, you're right. No, so what's that's when it happened. Like, I'm saying the review will be spoiler free. Well, if you've never watched one of our video game reviews, I don't know how you have not watched any video game reviews. But when we get there, we'll explain at the very beginning of the episode or the review, I guess, how that it's it will going in to play. fact have spoilers. Well, I, I want to read through very carefully, but it seems very much like don't talk about this, don't talk about that, don't do this, and it's it's generalities. It's not even don't talk about this specific thing. It's saying don't talk about like this kind of thing spoiler i'm gonna squeeze the fuck out of your dick <laughs> and so uncharted gets a pineapple out of potato but let's talk about a hand job so that'll go up but if that changes or we have some wiggle room there i'll let you know in the beginning and you'll be aware of it however hmm. our uncharted 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 for spoiler coverage hmm. where we will have a spoiler cast hmm. that you should obviously wait and watch and enjoy after the game's out, that can post Monday, May 9th at 6 a.m. Okay. So that'll go up there. We have a couple video things we want to do in terms of gameplay stuff. So I have a conundrum because... What's your conundrum, well, I mean, it's not, no longer a conundrum. I mean, oh. I have to do it. But I was playing the game, so I looked briefly at the the sheet that they gave us. Sure. The, and, the sure. and I thought the entire embargo was the ninth for a while. So I was just like, oh, well, I have time to beat the game. So I didn't play it like at all this weekend. Yeah. Because I had other That's things That's a lot. You saw me put it on the calendar. You knew it was coming up. No, I, I, I don't. I didn't see you put it on the calendar. I mean, I just didn't see that. I didn't see that until you like yesterday. You watch the calendar like a hawk. Before. What are you no, talking about? I don't. So are so. you going to be able to make it, you think? Well, I got to play. I mean, I'm... I, I'm I don't know how far into the game I am. So I mean, sure. I'm, like after this, I'm going to play it for the rest of the night. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, since we're not doing spoilers, even if I don't make it to the end, I think I'll be able to you talk, talk about, about mechanically it. what you think of yeah. it and stuff like that. Yeah. But then keep in mind, though, that's for them, because what's going to happen is we're going to do it. The review cut the footage and then film the spoiler. Right oh, right oh, right. Well, so yeah, I don't know how do. much I'm going to be able to do that. Okay. We'll see. I mean, I I'm think you can do it if I you commit I, it. If you keep being a little baby about it, you won't. Well, I mean, I have other things that I want to do. So it's see, like, there you go. That's the whole thing. Be a little bit I don't like. I don't like. I don't like rushing. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. You know, like, uh-huh. I'm excited about the game. I just don't want to rush through. What's the point? I believe it was Nelly who said, "You ain't from Russia, Russia. So, bitch, why you Russian? You ain't from Russia, Russia. Is that what he said? No, I corrected it. Now he didn't say Russia, I, no, Russia. I never was that like. You a, ain't from Russia, Russia. Was, was so, bitch, a, why you Russia, Russian? <laughs> Pimp juice. I believe it was also you Nelly that said, "Let her lose, let her lose." You know what? Never mind. It's not. It's she not, really mm. wanna put her feet on my rug, don't you? Colin, mm. fizz bomb, wrote into kindoffunny.com slash psq with a question. Country grammar. I didn't hear. I, I didn't hear that. I just heard the, uh, uh, that. Now yeah, makes more yeah. sense. Underlay, underlay, I love underlay, that. I love that. Uh, that first record was really good. Fizz bomb school. says, "Hey, Colin and Greg." Hmm. 
As I'm writing this, Uncharted 4 is about two weeks away. It's set to come out on the same day as my college exams start. I'm studying veterinarian nursing in Dublin. And then she puts Dublin. I guess I'm trying to, you know, I guess that's how she wants in me to Ireland? say it. Dublin. Dublin. But then there's a Dublin in parentheses. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, only Amy Gills will tell us that kind of funny life. You come to kind of funny life. Kind of funny life. May 2829 and it's a pretty intense course I am as passionate about what I'm studying as I am for video games and Uncharted is one of my favorite series I am terrified of being spoiled and I cannot wait to play and experience Nate's final adventure mm. do I wait until my exams are do I wait until after my exams mm. parentheses a week after the game comes out to play and risk having it spoiled or should I dive in and get as much played as I can in the spare milliseconds between my four exams some advice would be appreciated how do you guys avoid spoilers when you know you might not be able to get to a game as soon as you might like thanks so much for reading sending all my love from Dublin she puts the D there again Ireland Robin, P.S. is Bray Lom 2. It doesn't explain what that is. I might have just said something. Yeah, something. Uh, you put it off. You do. You focus on your. Yeah, you, you got to focus on, focus on your schoolwork. As long as you still have a social media, who's going to spoil it for you? Exactly. That's my big thing is I don't understand. <laughs> if you're so heads down in exams and studying, like you shouldn't be out there. Is not- your professor going to be like, here's your blue books for your exam. By the way, Nathan Drake's dead. <laughs> enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> <a little> <laughs> <outside>. <laughs> I just played out a recorder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you. I think you can take your. I think you can safely, Robin, dodge the spoilers. Uh, how do we avoid spoilers? It's honestly not that big of a thing. Granted, most of the time we get games early, but even when there is something we put off or a movie we're not there to get to, it takes a special kind of dick to go out of your way and like they come for us, obviously, and find us and go right at your Twitter mentions and post something or whatever. I like a special kind of dick. Who doesn't? So show me again how you. How do you treat them? Special kind of dicks. So, oh, that, so you're giving that one more space. That well, one, that no one's space. bigger. I'm still squeezing it hard. Okay, okay, okay. I just have to, you can't, you know. Sure. Like, Matter like, can't, it's like can't you're jacking off a, a gardener snake yeah. over here in this one. Just like this little guy. Uh, <laughs> but I, so I don't think you have to worry. I mean, like if you're so heads down in exams, there's no way you should be on IGN in the comments, this, that, and the other bouncing around. You just should avoid, be fine. Just you avoid those usual outlets. That would, and you know where the pitfalls are going to be. Stay off of Reddit. Stay off of Reddit gaming. Like that's going to pop so up. Stay out of Twitter. And uh, the main thing I think to stay out of is Twitch. Or at least the Twitch chat. Because Twitch chat, they can shout stuff out and mods will delete it. But if you see it, yeah, you're done. Yeah, it's too late. I'd be so pissed if someone spoiled Uncharted for me. So it was, I, I, I get what you're saying. And I get, I guess, the luxury of not really having that being as possible or as likely as it is with you. Yeah. Like I said, the, the only spoiler I had ever that so, someone just being a dick just on Twitter just ruined it for me was The Killing. Someone mm. just spoiled the shit out of that show for me. And I'm like, well, I don't want to watch it anymore. Sure. So I, I, I get it. I mean, oh, no. I, kinda, I mean, there was that one time at IGN when I, I it was right after a pivotal Game of Thrones episodes episode. And I did not watch it that night because of travel. And I was all excited to go home and watch it. And uh, you remember this? That email came in from like Monster.com. Oh, that's Monster right. Jobs or whatever. And literally you just heard, saw it go through and like seven IGN. was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, like, that was the subject watched, line. Ruined that's when I still it. watched it. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. I, remember, I remember I think we all emailed. We all emailed like, Are you fucking kidding me? They sent us a gift back as ba- yeah. basket. The fuck's wrong with you? And now I don't care about Game of Thrones anymore. But yeah, but, but, but but at that point, I, I certainly did. Last so, night, people were freaking out. I was like, I don't care. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. You just study, study, study hard, Rob. Don't worry about it. Uncharted That's way more important than a video you. game. You'll be fine. Even Uncharted, it's way more important than even Uncharted. But I'm excited to do this, do this content. Uh, you know, time willing. I mean, I've already played a pretty substantial portion of the game. Sure. Yeah. And I really feel very about it. Oh, redacted. So okay, yeah. Um, 
played mm. anything else? Uh, yeah, I got it. I last night I turned on after I, you know, I've been redacted all over Uncharted, and uh, I put in Neverending Nightmares last night. Neverending Nightmares, yeah, so I'm four. Yeah, it's a Vita game too. Cross by. <clears throat> um, well, I didn't know what to expect, and it looks interesting. The art style is really very peculiar in a good way. Like it caught me off guard how mm. unnerving that alone is. It looks very much like um. Remember those uh, scary storybooks? Yeah, he's a kid, even more scary stories and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Like the black and white oh, art yeah. style. That's the art style we'll of it. Like well. that. And then they blood is red and stuff like that. And they're like interactable objects are gold or whatever. Uh, didn't strike me as like, holy shit, this is great. But it also, I didn't give it long. I was going through. I'm like, this is interesting and different. And I want to play this, but I'll wait until uh, I have more time to devote mm. to it. Because mm. I think it's going to be. It strikes me as a. It looked like it's gonna be like you know sit there once and beat the game kind of thing, like three fourths home or whatever. Maybe not that short. I don't know. I'm just talking to my ass. But I didn't have that kind of time last night. I gave it like 15 minutes. I was like, okay, I'm not sold, but I'm not like pushed away. I want to know more about this game. Uh, yeah, have I mean, you played other stuff? Yeah, I played. Well, we can't talk about yeah, that one stuff. Vita the, game, yeah, exactly the one I got before you left, right? Yeah. Which I've played pretty substantially actually, and 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 I and I uh, quite just for my own edification, are you enjoying it? Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. It's good. Awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to playing that. It's awesome. Yeah, good. And uh, I played more Axiom Verse too. I got to beat that. Yeah, I, I messed around a little bit more with Axiom. What else did I even do? I don't even know. I think I messed around with a little more alienation. I've just been busy, you know. Like I just haven't had too much. You're living your life. Just haven't had too much time. So, but Uncharted obviously is you know Paramount. I'll try to. I got to get that out of the way, and then you do, and then we'll move on. I mean, there's. I'm, I am to the point where I was saying today because someone asked us on Colin and Greg Live, "Will you play Dark Souls 3? And I was like, "Well, I, I kind of kept it open in my mind, but I'm like, at this point, there's no way I'm going to play Dark Souls yeah, 3. Like, it's, it's the just ship is sale. You know, the game on Vita that we're playing that I'm super excited about. It's also on PS4. Uh, Uncharted, Alien Nation. I still got to get through Axiom Verge on Vita. I still want to like mess around with Foul Play. I still want to beat like uh, go back Hit, Hitman. Play, huh? Hitman. Okay. Yeah, I like it a lot. I, no, I, I like Foul I still Play. I played enough. Beat Hitman Go. I sure. still want. Like, there's just a lot of. There's not enough time for you. It's over. <laughs> there isn't. So I just have to kind of let go now. And uh, and I also want to go to those like some of those arcade classics that came out. I got to email Sony mm-hmm. so I get coached. Was like Pac Man, Miss Pac Man, Galaga. Like I love those games. And yeah, I would straight like, up bought Galaga. I would like to uh, get back to those. And the, the they're good. Tr- they're like good uh, interstitials. I yeah. got ten minutes here. I'll play some of this. Yeah, I mean, I wish those were on Vita. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't put those on Vita. Uh, nobody buys no Vita Island. We don't need anything. We don't need provisions from Sony anymore. Remember? Speaking that's true. Speaking of Vita Island, uh, this is your weekly reminder to buy Severed and mm. Axiom Verge on Vita. Yes, don't yes. be a little baby. Don't be don't a be baby a little bitch. Don't be a baby. If you want your visa and your passport to v- to Vita Island, you know what you have to do. If you want to go to 3DS Peninsula. Where all the miserable people live with their miserable shit, whatever. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. No, the 3S is fine. I don't know what I was trying to say. They take miserable shit. Miserable shit lives. They just take miserable shits. Jay from New York Mm. wrote in to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ to get his question on the air just like you should and says, hey guys, there's been a lot of talk on PSI Love You XOXO and Colin and Greg Live regarding citizenship on Vita Island. You mentioned today, Friday, 428, a vague cutoff of December 2014. This is, of course, if you, many people asking, I bought the Vita on such and such date. Am I on Vita Island? And some of them, no brainers. I bought it on launch day. It's like, well, you're pretty stupid, but you're already on the island. We got to deal with you. Look around you. Do you see palm trees swaying at 20 frames a second? Then you're probably on, you're Vita, on Vita Island. island. Uh, I have a suggested cutoff that I think you both could agree on. What about June 24th, 2014? That's the day that PlayStation removed Uncharted Golden Abyss, Wipeout 2048, and Gravity Rush from the Instant Games collection on PlayStation Plus. I think that's the day that Sony pulled up the drawbridge to Vita Island and, f- and a fair cutoff for Vita <coughs> Island residency. There could also be openings in special cases, i.e. you were in a coma 
or you imported a super special edition from Japan. Let me know what you think. Keep up the good work, Jason. Now, Colin. People as, are taking this citizenship very seriously. As, well, they know how you take it. You're the emperor of Vita Island. Portillo is the prime minister, mm-hmm. and I'm the court jester. Mm-hmm. I want we, This is what one of your fair subjects, Jason, brings to you from New York. Do you like... Because what we've been saying, right, is December 2014. He wants to move it up to June 24th, 2014. Yeah, all out. We're going to have to send the uh, the Vita secret police order around to round up. Start looking at the passports. Yeah. They got to start looking at these Vita, pa- the Vita Island passports. So we've been expect the Vita secret police to uh, to be at your door at any moment. Just and show them your papers. And they're going to write little, they're gonna... Speaking of it, where the fuck is papers, please, for the Vita? Um, I, have no, I have no belief that that's actually going to happen. God damn uh, it. They're going to do little FEMA-like things, like the X's on the door. Oh, sure, with say. the information yeah. on there, your date. Mm-hmm. So what, it's your date? It's Hold the on, date. I how many people are total in the... It's the date. How many people are actually? Hold on, they do this. Yeah, and the then, top is the date. Right. I'm gonna say dob. Okay. And uh, then to the, I mean. should say here is like the total number of people in the house, and then here would be the number of people that are allowed to that are removed. Let's say. Okay. And it's, here the agent was, just writes his favorite Vita game. <laughs> see, I was thinking here you could put uh, a combined t- trophy level. Sure. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm gonna put? Household trophy level. Mm. All right, good. This is what the Vita secret police will put on your door when they come to take you. When they came for the people after June 2014, I said nothing. All right. Uh, housekeeping, because I like to do that before we get into the meat of the show. You know what I mean? Over on kindoffunny.com slash PSQ. My boy, G Hornet, wrote in and said, what are the chances? Oh, <laughs> what are the chances of one day Saturday kind of funny live tickets going on sale closer to the event? I am in town, but leave early Sunday. The chances are zero. Go to kind of slash tickets. We only sell two types of tickets. VIP, which are almost sold out because we added more. And then general mission. They get you in on May 28 and 29. I appreciate that doesn't help you because you have to leave on Sunday. But just think of all the value you're getting for the first day because it'll be a fun show. And then. Rev Dath wrote in and says, have you guys seen that Google Play now has its own podcast service like iTunes? We did see that and we're officially on it. So don't worry. It's all been fixed. All is forgiven. All the kind of funny shows are up on Google Play. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is PS I Love You XOXO. It is kindoffunny.com's PlayStation podcast. It is the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. And it comes to you every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time on YouTube.com slash games and Podcast services around the globe. Colin. Yes. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be Roper's Report. (coughs) Time for some singular possessive news. There are 12 items on the list. A baker's dozen. Number one. PlayStation 4 is still selling big. Between March of 2015 and April of 2016, the company sold a resounding 17.7 million consoles worldwide. This means that PlayStation 4 has officially surpassed the 40 million units sold number in just over three years on the market and keeps it at a similar pace life to date as the PlayStation 2, which ended up selling some 150 million consoles before being discontinued. Note that 17.7 million units sold in the last 12 months is higher than the previous 12 months in which 15 million PS4s were sold, indicating that PlayStation 4 sales are actually accelerating. The PlayStation division of Sony managed revenue of $14.3 billion, up 12% year-over-year, with $819 million in profit, up 84% year-over-year. PS4 software, both digital and at retail, are also up, and word was circulating that Sony generated more revenue on PlayStation Network alone than rival Nintendo generated throughout its entire business. 
Sony as, a whole, Sony as a whole did $75 billion in sales for the year and netted a profit of $2.7 billion overall, up 330% year over year. So Sony is very healthy right now. Excellent. Good for them. Good to know. They can't stop this PlayStation 4 train. No, and they'll try, though. With they the, will. With the PlayStation Neo. They will. Uh, that was an interesting thing. So we, so not that there's too much more to talk about with the Neo slash 4K slash 4.5, but there are two stories in here later that indicate a different side of the story that I want to talk about because okay. I think that's important, oh, to rep- oh. important to represent. But this in particular about the accelerating sales shows maybe a different picture that this is kind of unnecessary. Right, because the idea was like devil's advocate. The argument you could make <laughs> would be the fact that if sales are starting to peter out of the PlayStation 4, they're starting to do that thing where they crest. You mm. could bring up bring it up again with right. this. But it seems like they're just going up. Seems like it's fine. Why even bother? <laughs> Fixing the table. We're not at school. You don't write you writing on the desk. You don't use to write on the desks. I, I do remember writing yeah. on the desk in school. Yeah. Car, I remember we used to do that underdogs. We'd write horrible right. things on the picnic tables. I always wish that when I go to, I never think about it ahead of time because, of course, I'm an adult male and I, or an adult period. I shouldn't say adult male, adult male or female. I'd imagine would do this. I have a life, real responsibilities. But when I go to like a bar or something and I walk in the bathroom and there's stickers everywhere or the people do write on the wall, it's like, oh, fuck, why don't I carry stickers with me? Yeah, I always, I always think about it, like, why don't I have a marker so I can write something funny? Yeah. Number two. The new Call of Duty game has officially been revealed. As rumored earlier, it is indeed called Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and is under development at Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward, of course, was the studio responsible for the original Call of Duty as well as Call of Duty 2, the massively popular Call of Duty for Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, and later on Call of Duty Ghosts. According to a stream for the game as relayed by IGN, the game's storyline takes place around diminishing resources sustaining humanity coming from various outposts in the solar system and the control of those resources. Mm. The game may even sport nonlinear mission progression and some sort of side quest and upgrade structure according to the same stream. And speaking of Modern Warfare earlier, the Legacy, Legacy Pro, and Digital Deluxe Editions of Infinite Warfare will come with Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, which includes the original game's campaign as well as 10 multiplayer maps. It will not be available, apparently, if you do not have those copies oh, of the game. Oh, shit, son. If you're curious, Sony's recent deal for timed exclusive Call of Duty maps will continue with Infinite Warfare, as all DLC for the game will come to PlayStation 4 30 days before Xbox One and PC. Cool. You you're, you looked you were into it, right? Yeah, I think it looks great. I love yeah. Call of Duty. It just looked like another first-person shooter to me, but I'm looking forward to hearing more about it. it of course, cool. the one I always talk about it, like Advanced Warfare, totally had me. I was interested. I wanted to play it, never got around to it. So Advanced I Warfare, yeah. Kevin Spacey. Uh, I liked it a lot. A big K Spay. It was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still worth me going back for? Yeah, I'll take you on a week. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like on a weekend one day. Yeah, yeah. With all the free time we have where there aren't a million games mm-hmm. coming out. Number three. Uncharted 4 Thief's End is nearly here and Robert Cogburn of Naughty Dog has taken to the PlayStation blog to discuss the studio's philosophy for its multiplayer component as well as plans for its future. Uncharted 4's four philosophies are fairness first, an evolving experience, content for everyone, and a unified community. This is all important since it indicates that the game will have paid online content, but none that alters the makeup of the game or whether or not it's fair for all, and that future maps and modes will all be made available for free. The roadmap for future support of Uncharted 4's multiplayer shows four major drops. Summer of 2016, Fall of 2016, Winter of 2017, and Spring of 2017. New modes, weapons, maps, boosters, skins, and more will be made available at those times. Important to note that it seems like the really the meat, so like the modes and the maps will be front-loaded. Um, so like uh, it seems like maybe summer and fall of 2016 is when you'll see the substantive releases. Are you excited? No, I am. I liked Uncharted 2 multiplayer quite a bit. Uncharted 3, I forget why I didn't get into it, but this were uh, another worth pointing out again. A week from Friday, we'll be doing so Friday the 13th. We're doing a you know Twitch sub play of Uncharted 4. Me, 
with you, the community. So go over to kindoffunny.com slash forum. Sign up for that. Me with you. Me, Greg, you community. <laughs> Me, Elena, you Sully. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Mighty number nine finally has a release date. And apparently KJ and Afune, developer Indie Creates and publisher Deep Silver really mean it this time. In an apologetic post on the game's official website, Inafune notes that the game will launch in North America and Asia on June 21st and elsewhere in the world on June 24th. The game is officially gold, according to Inafune, and, quote, the release date we are announcing is set in stone and there will be no further delays for the game, end quote, according to the post. For PlayStation gamers listening to this podcast, the game will come to both PS3 and PS4 at those times, though the Vita iteration, quote, will follow at a later point. That means quote. it never will. That means you will never see this game on Vita. That is a paper's please. It's over. Give up. It's I don't know done. if I agree with that, but I think because they did promise it on their their Kickstarter, they promised a lot of things. So. I think you just—it's just—it's one of those things you just you just run the clock out. You if you keep oh we're still working on oh, it's still happening we'll just keep eventually everybody stops asking everybody gives we'll up never stop asking Vita Island will declare war on the rest of the world whoa we're not just not just in a fune we're not just we're in a t- the world I'll is take it all out anyone we're like Cobra okay um, what was Cobra's motivation why were they so angry they had none okay. they had no motivation okay. at all. Uh, I don't know. What else is there to say about this game? Well, you're finally talking about it again. That's fun. You said well, you I said that once there was news about. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I thought think, it wasn't you were going to talk to it in the hand, or, but I think oh, the well, release date counts. The release date counts. Yeah, I'm fine with that. As they say, one in the hand, two in the bush. That is what they say. No, one one in the hand is worth two in the bush. Yeah, one in the hand, two in the bush. You're, left, you're leaving some of the words out yeah. to make make sense of it, but yeah. That doesn't make any sense even when I just wanted to say that. I don't even really know what it means. It means that you have a bird in the hand and you're looking at two like, birds in the bush. It means having a guaranteed one is better than a possible two. Mm. The, what I always do, the, when I, so I was actually, there was actually something to that. I guess, right. Yeah. I, I always boil it down and it doesn't make any sense. Forget it. Are you going to play it? Uh, no, I'm going to play it on PlayStation three. Just to protest. I'm going to try it, but I mean, it just doesn't strike me as my kind of game. All right. I hope you enjoy it though. I hope I do too. Number five. I have good news and bad news about Ratchet and Clank. First, the bad news. The movie that just launched this past Friday bombed at the box office, making only $4.82 million at the domestic box office. For comparison's sake, no. For compare, I can look in a minute. For comparison's sake, as pointed out by VentureBeat, Disney's Utopia in its ninth week made just over $5 million in that same time period. Mm. The good news, the game based on the movie based on the game, which very recently came to PlayStation 4, is faring much better. According to a post on the PlayStation blog from the series' longtime Sony side producer, hold on a second. That series should be possessive. Greg Phillips noted that the PS4 game is the fastest selling game in the franchise's history. Ratchet and Clank debuted on PlayStation 2 in 2002. There are 14 entries in the series. I just realized something devastating, by the uh-oh, way. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Just absolutely devastating. There are indeed 13 items on the list because this was. This uh, a late edition. No, it's because this was pushed up against another one. Like in two paragraphs, are pushed up against one, so I didn't notice. You know, my we've rule. never had a, when there's thirteen. I don't say Baker's dozen. You fucked me on this. I don't know. I, I think I've avoided intentionally avoided thirteen the entire time we've been doing the show. Actually, shut it down. Shut it all down. Well, it's been a good episode. Well, it's not been a very good episode. Actually, has it? It's been a failure of an episode. <sighs> Is that the end of that news? That's the end of the news. Brown Bear wrote into kindoffunny.com slash PSQ and said, with the Ratchet and Clank game being well-received, do you guys think that the success <laughs> of the movie will have a big influence on the future of Ratchet and Clank? Thanks so much love from Ireland. You guys are a daily part of my life at this stage, and I owe you so much. Kevin Brown, PS, I love shoe. So this is a question we've, ta- we've had a few times already. 
do we think the success of the Ratchet and Clank game means good things for Ratchet and Clank? So what I want to do is twist it. Does the failure, the stumble of the movie have any bearing on the future of what's going to happen with Ratchet and Clank? I don't think so. I think that I think that you just have to take stock of what happened. The movie no one cares about. It doesn't seem like it was heavily advertised. Ration, the Ratchet and Clank movie is something like 10 plus years too late, as I said many times. And uh, you take stock that the game did very well. The game is the fastest selling Ratchet and Clank game in the entire series. There are 14 games in the series. Yeah. You know, so that's a pretty substantial, you know, faster selling than going commando, faster selling than a crack in time. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah. Pretty good. The question, though, I would worry about, right, is the fact of do you worry about getting into the same situation where you blow the fire out before it gets a chance to burn, right? The reason this one has done well is that we haven't had a traditional Ratchet and Clank game in a while. (coughs) People were hungry for that. We finally got also forty dollars. Also, wait, yeah, true, true, true. It's also, but it's one of those things that it gave you the chance to miss it. If all of a sudden they're all right, cool, we're back, Ratchet and Clank every two years, it's going to be the numbers are going to start tailing sure, off. Sure, I, I think so too. I don't know. Maybe you leave it alone. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that. The, I think that the movie could have had a, a great benefit to the game and the longevity of Ratchet and Clank, but I don't know that it's like calamitous. Sure. I don't know how. Much, oh, so we were going to look about. So let me see. Ratchet. I also want a new Secret Agent Clank game. Thank you. Secret Agent Clank reviewed by Greg Miller. Not reviewed well. Well, hold on, no. I reviewed it well. I didn't. Not well received. But a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of potential there, folks. Budget was twenty million dollars. Oof. That's a. That's It'll a make hard. it back. Yeah. Well, you get. Yeah. You. 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 You got your internationals. You got China. And then you got DVDs, uh, Blu-ray sales, yeah. and digital. I mean, they'll be fine. But I mean, that's not a huge like. But breaking s- even is not great in movies or anywhere. I guess I don't know. I'm not a businessman. They have some interesting like people on the you know so John obviously Goodman. Ratchet and Clank uh, James Arnold Taylor and David Kay but then Paul Giamatti is playing Chairman Drek yeah John Goodman is Grimroth Raz Bella Thorne is Cora Rosario Dawson is Alaris Sylvester Stallone is Victor Von Ion and not prom- and not at all promoted you know what I mean where is the ad during CW's The Flash and I'm not even joking I'm not even being facetious about it like. There's enough names on that where you're like, oh, fuck, this is a real movie. When I remember when it first got announced, I was like, well, clearly that's coming to DVD. I'm like, no, no, this is a real movie. I'm like, really? But then all it had is a couple stand-ups in, in mm. movie theaters that people took photos of, sure. And like, are was, you sure? There's a trailer, but it's just like, yeah. Where is the marketing campaign saying that John Goodman, star of Roseanne, star of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm-hmm. Why, why aren't we saying that? And Monument Men. Monument Man, the huge success. Yes, of course. I really wanted to see that movie, but I'm glad I didn't. So bad from what I hear. Poor Bill Murray. Number six. This month's free PlayStation Plus games have been revealed and should be available for you at or around the time you hear this. Through the course of May 2016, you can download the following for free. On PS4, you can grab Tabletop Racing World Tour and Tropico 5. On PS3, you can grab Bionic Commando Rearm 2 and Loco Roco Kokoreko. And on Vita, you can download God of War Ghost of Sparta, which is technically a PSP game, and Switch Galaxy Ultra, which can also be played on PS4. Will Schuster wrote into kindoffunny.com slash PSQ to get his question on the air, just like you can. It says, Dear Colin and Greg, first of all, love what you do. Thank you. I've been a long time listener since around beyond 120-ish, but this is my first time writing in. On to my question. I've been a PS Plus subscriber for as long as I can remember, but I find myself being more disappointed with the free games lineup over the past year. Sure, 
We've gotten some excellent titles from time to time. Rocket League comes to mind. But most of the time, I download the games and play an hour of it and never touch it again. May's titles appear no different. Many of my friends don't bother to download them at all and only have PlayStation Plus since it's required for multiplayer. What are your thoughts on the state of PlayStation Plus? And what, if anything, do you think needs to be changed? Thanks, Charlie. Will Schuster, username, real name, Charlie. Make up your fucking mind, Will Charlie. Uh, what are you, are you jumping right down on a list of games? I'm trying to find... Because um, I have a list of games. Is that what you're looking for? I yeah, like of all of them. Yeah, for the last... Yeah, instant game collection. Yeah, let me hear. I'm going to go back a year, all right? So I'm going to start you, Colin, in... I'm going to start at May, all right? Guacamelee. Ho-Hokum. The Unfinished Swan. Race the Sun. Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes. Skulls the Shogun, Super Exploding Zoo, Feridium EP, which I don't remember, Rocket League, Sticks, Mousecraft, Entwined, Stealth Inc. 2, Sound Shapes, Limbo, Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris, Grow Home, Super Time Force Ultra, Xeno Drifter, Tesla Grad, sorry, Super Meat Boy, Broken Age, we're in October, by the way, Unmechanical Extended, Dragon Fin Soup, The Walking Dead Season 2, Magicka 2, Gauntlet, King's Quest, Grim Fandango, Hardware Rivals, Nom Nom Galaxy, Hell Divers, Nova, one 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 one, Broforks, Galaxy, Zombie, Dead Star, Shut Chimmy, Tropical Five, Tabletop, Switch Galaxies. All right, so yeah, I'm looking like I just don't think it's that bad. Like, I don't think it's that bad either. I think people, <clears throat> I think we were spoiled for a long time of like, hey, there's this great game and it's debuting and this that and the other and blah blah. blah. But like looking through here, I would say every month there's one game that seems pretty great. Yeah, I mean, so on Vita, like, we've gotten, I think, worthwhile, like, Killzone Mercenary in the last year. Killzone Mercenary was free, which is a great game. Murasaki Baby, which is an, an exclusive for Vita. Race of Sun's awesome. The Unfinished Swan's awesome. Um, Super Meat Boy's great. Yeah, I'm like, let's see. Tesla Grad was great. Geometry Wars Three Dimensions. Uh, Sound Shapes. Zeo Drifter. Super Time Force Ultra. Stealth Inc. 2. La Mulana EX. Uh, Dragonfin Soup. Freedom Wars. I mean, like Hell just on Vita, Hell Divers, just on Vita alone. I'm like Flame Over, just on Vita alone. It's great. And then you go to PS4, and let's see, <clears throat> Race of Suns there, Unfinished Swans there, Guacamelee's there. Yeah, this is the one I just read. Yeah, no, and that's I, the whole thing. It's like going through. Like Rock, Rock, I'm just naming out the ones that I think are great. Rocket League, Sound Shapes, Stealth Inc. Again, Zeo Drifter. Again, Super Time Force. Um, again, Dragonfin Soup, Walking Dead Season Two, Gauntlet. Dead Star, which was new when it was released. I'm mean, like Nom Nom Galaxy's pretty cool. Helldivers. I mean, this. I I just. I guess what I'm saying is, I just cannot agree with your assessment. I think it's the same argument it's always been, or not always, but I think it's just that there's not many triple A games. There's not a. You know, you're not getting Batman. You're not getting Tomb Raider. You're not getting. You're you're not getting big name games. You're getting small indie stuff that are great games. Helldivers is fucking great when it doesn't eat your save. Your Walking Dead was great. Maybe it's a bit old. You're getting games that are great, but they're not the kind of games, I guess, that Will slash Charlie is looking for. And I think it's just this, not feigned outrage, but it is this thing of like, I he's talking to, to people who are only using it for multiplayer, right? And good for them. That's great for them. I don't know if they're the kind of people who are so tuned in. They're like, oh, Dead Star sounds cool. That's a brand new game. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you, I think you got Guacamelee though, son. I mean, I, I, mean, I want to say, I, I'll say two different things. One, I think this month's terrible. It's a really bad month for games. For for I agree. For I, I don't like the PSP collection of God of War or whatever. Yeah, but 
but that is and that's the weakest month I remember in a long time. But I do I think that we've had some pretty strong months and some pretty strong showings in the past. So I just don't agree with the assessment that it's gotten any worse. It might be more difficult and more expensive for them to secure some of these games, but I don't know that for sure. So I think it's fine. And again, like he's saying, it's additive now because a lot of people have PS Plus and PS4 to play online. So this is just a free perk. So just, you know, I'm not saying take it or leave it, but I mean, you kind of do have to take it or leave it. Yeah. Number seven, Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe has filed a new trademark, according to Gamatsu. It's for a game called The Sentinel. Literally no other information about it is currently known, including whether it's a, b- a game being developed by a first party studio, a second party, a game merely being published by Sony or something else entirely. When we have more information, you'll know. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Number eight. Battlefield 5 is on the verge of being revealed over at twitch.tv slash battlefield on Friday, May 6th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. You'll get, quote, a first look at the future of Battlefield, end quote. And the quote continues, quote, get insight into the minds of the developers as you hear from the creative director, Lars Gustafsson, and lead producer Alexander Grondel on the past, present and future of Battlefield, end quote. We should have more information on the next entry in this series, hopefully by the next episode of this podcast. So good. Stay tuned for that. Number nine, in case you didn't believe from software the first time I told you it didn't want to do Dark Souls anymore, you may be sad to learn that they've reiterated that stance. GameSpot relays a conversation from GGN Gamer, as translated by Neil Gaff, that the studio is all but done. The series' famous creator, Hidetaka, Hidetaka Miyazaki, noted that, quote, There's absolutely no plan right now for any sequels, spinoffs, or tie-ins, but I can't say for certain the possibility is 0%. Ellipsis. What is certain for me is, to me personally, Dark Souls is over. So rather than make another sequel, I think it's time we step in a new direction. Ellipsis. Development of a new IP has already begun. Ellipsis. If a From Software developer comes to me five years from now and begged, please let me make another Dark Souls, then I will not rule out the possibility to let my subordinates start a new project, end quote. He also said they don't want to remake Demon's Souls. Interestingly, as GameSpot points out, Bloodborne was not mentioned in the review. So, and I don't believe for a second that Bloodborne 2 is not in development. So, but I don't know if they're doing it. Interesting. Sounds like they probably aren't, but that would be stupid not to do another Bloodborne. Sony owned IP though, so. Yeah, they, they go whatever they want. Yeah, they yeah. go whatever they want. But the but the here we go. Colin's hitting the keyboard. The I'm confused about Dark Souls ownership. Lay it on me, because let's see. So from software is publishing published the original Dark Souls in Japan, indicating to me that they probably own the IP. Because I was always confused about like, well, Namco Bandai publishes these games, so why would you have any say if Dark Souls continued or not? Yeah. So it sounds like there's probably some, some, some ownership there with uh, you know, like that they actually can say that. Much to Namco's chagrin, I'm sure. Number ten. Some developers, friends of this podcast, have gone on record to state that a PlayStation Neo type machine isn't a bad thing. At what? Least for them. News comes from an interview with Chris Harvey. Hold on a second. He's a friend of ours. With Chris Harvey from Drinkbox Studios conducted with GI Biz, he said, quote, for a big developer, they might not necessarily be overjoyed about it because of additional work. They may have to go into support different hardware SKUs. But as an indie developer, it's not really that big of a deal. Our games are not exactly pushing the edge of the devices anyway. So from our perspective, there might not be there might be some additional certification stuff to make sure it works, but it's not going to fundamentally change how we develop our games for the consoles. Anyway, interesting. So I want to present that because that is making the rounds as a alternative to what I've heard and what we've said. Or what I've said sure. in the uh, in the past. Um, although I do think it's being taken out of context a little bit, and maybe Chris Harvey can say that you know can can clarify this or not if you wanted to. But he's saying it's not going to fundamentally change how we develop our games for the consoles. Well, it's not, of course, going to change the way they make their games because he says they're not pushing the edge of the devices anyway. So I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's going to affect them because they're not trying to do anything like special anyway. Their games run at their frame rates and they look the way they look. Sure. 
But do you think that's more common or do you think games pushing the PlayStation 4 to its limits or whatever are really testing stuff out are more common? I, I think th- that's probably more common I was in, say, in terms of volume. Say, indies and stuff. Are you, and then, so that's the whole thing. is The ones you'd think it puts the biggest pinch on would be indie devs, smaller studios making these games. But if their games aren't those that, that big of a problem, you imagine at a AAA studio, mm-hmm. big, big old warehouse of people, big old they, have, they have enough big old warehouse. They got enough time to go through and have a team that puts a, has to worry about that. And sure fucks around with all the frame rates and didgeridoos as they say yeah i gotta fuck around with the didgeridoos number 11 this also goes into a counterpoint to my point lay it on me a new survey released by the entertainment software association indicates that console ownership in the united states may actually be on the decline by surveying 4,000 households in the u.s the esa found that only 48 percent of homes claim to own a dedicated gaming console which is down from a static 51% from surveys conducted in 2013, 2014, and 2015, according to Gamma Sutra. The same report that these numbers were reported in found that the average gamer is 35 years old, 59% of gamers are men, and that 52% of those surveyed found games to provide the best value for their money over DVDs, music, and going to the movies. So why I say all of that is that, um, first of all, I don't really believe that anything is different here either. This is within the margin of error, certainly. But assuming it's true that the console ownership is going down, well... The average gamer is 35 years old. That's a person that typically has more money, is more well-established. Um, and 52% of those surveyed um, found games to provide the best value, indicating that they might want to get a new console to play those games because they get a better value out of sure. it. So there Long-term are things investment. that are antithetical to the things I believe in this, and I wanted to present those. Number 12. <laughs> you know what? Uh-oh. Are we diverting back? It's still, it's going to be a true baker's dozen. It's number two. We're staying with 12. This is the da, final da, one. Da, 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 da. We won we, everybody. We can't have 13. We can't do it. Action puzzle game. Soft body comes to PlayStation four on May 17th. First person psychological thriller assemblance with one S assemblance. weird, weirdly enough comes to PS4 some sometime later this month. Sky force anniversary is coming to PS4, PS3 and Vita later this summer. And this is the first PS3 game announced in a long time. As far as I can tell. Adventure slash horror game Oxenfree finally comes to PS4 on May 31st. And finally, Darkest Dungeon, which was originally aiming for a late spring or early summer release on PS4 and Vita, will now come to both platforms in July or August. I played Oxenfree on the PC. I finished it. I was like, I don't understand what the hoopla. This is before it came out. I don't understand the hoopla. I didn't super enjoy this. For some reason, I find myself excited to replay it on PS4 to make different choices. I think it might have been totally one of those things that I've been talking to people and they were like, game of the year, game of the year, game of the year. And I sat down and played it. My, My expectations were so high that I couldn't see it for what it was. Sure. So I'm excited to go back in there and make some different choices, see what's up. Cool. Before <coughs> we me. switch out, Colin, over at kindoffunny.com slash PSQ, Pi Blah Con wrote in with a little story for you. So I was attending one of Donald Trump's infamous high-energy rallies and was struck with awe when he went on the following rant. Listen, folks, the PS4, it's a tremendous console. I've had one for a while now. And let me tell you, it has games. It has best games. I say it all the time. The PS4 is for winners. Low power drain, tremendous energy flow. It's remarkable. Not a mess like little Nintendo over here, believe me. That's not what this country needs. Another disastrous Nintendo console. And Shuhei Yoshida, great man. A small man, but a great one nonetheless. <laughs> anyway, so I'm reading the news and I come across, the, I come across, get this, a new PS4.5. Let me tell you folks, this would be horrible. This would be a catastrophe. They're going to devalue the current PS4. I'm telling Shu, don't do it. You'll destabilize the user base. It's a mess, folks. And one last thing before I go. If I wanted to know what games were coming to this PlayStation this week in the mom and grab shops, where would I go? You go to the official list of upcoming PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, and sometimes PSP software. By the kind of funny co-founders. Now, real quick, 
Creation King 44 wrote in to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ and he says, hello, Greg and Colin. Now I have a concern that I need to bring to both of your attention. When you are about to announce the list of upcoming PS4, PS3, PS Vita, and sometimes PSP games, could you please give your boy Ryan Clements a shout out? You guys say that the list is made by the kind of funny co-founders. And unless Clements is in fact a kind of funny co-founder, I'm not sure that the statement is entirely true. I know you guys have slightly mentioned him before, but could you please consider this idea of Brendan? Now, you don't, you didn't say list made by the kind of funny. No, co-founders. this is you an old bye. joke too. Yeah, so the answer is no. Fuck are we ready you, to Brendan. go? Are we ready Fuck to go into the Clements. list? Yeah. As can two, the world beneath comes to PS4 and Vita digital cross by and we'll also have a trial. It says as can two is a casual match three puzzle game with more than 60 levels of impeccably, impeccably polished gameplay. Discover and equip more than a dozen unique power-ups and complete hidden object minigames on your journey. Can't wait. Battleborn comes to PS4 digital and at retail. Says a tremendous band of badass heroes fight to protect the universe's very last star from a mysterious evil in this next-gen shooter by the creators of Borderlands. Slash and parry, run and gun, cast and dash, or simply obliterate foes. Foles. While building and growing your personal team of heroes. We're finally going to find out, Colin. You we and are. I talked about this months and months and months ago, and people I, bring it up all the time. I'm confident that it's going to That it's either going to yeah, it's going to bomb, or will it find an audience, or what's going to happen to this game? I'm very interested to see Battleborn, how it performs when it's actually out there. People <clears throat> in, in the mood for multiplayer stuff right now. We'll see. Yeah. Buff Knight Advance comes to PS4 Digital. It says, Buff Knight Advance is a 2D RPG where you're constantly on the move. Kill the invading monsters with your sword or by timing your use of spells carefully. As you progress, the game becomes more intense with stronger and uglier monsters. Collect artifacts and upgrade your items and attributes to become the most buffed knight the world has ever seen. Nice, okay. A very liberal use of exclamation points in that one. Well, they're excited to be on the PlayStation blog. Come on now. Coffin Dodgers comes to PS4 Digital. This Coffin Dodgers sees you take on the role of saving one of seven quirky retirement village residents, each racing for their soul and mobility scooters against none other than the Grim Reaper himself. Our old heroes are armed with a variety of homemade weapons and gadgets to take on everything the Grim Reaper and his zombie army may throw at them. Sounds clever. Yeah, remember seeing this? We saw this at a Wanna Say PSX. I think Gio yeah, talked about it. Sounds, it. Sounds, yeah, talked it sounds about very familiar. The King of Fighters 2000, which is a PS2 game, comes to PS4 Digital. Here we go. The King of Fighters 2000 brings the, back the elements that made the success of its prequel, King of Fighters 99, a huge success, while making the gameplay more accessible to an even wider audience. Numerous hero characters from SNK's nostalgic franchise joins the roster. Oh, I'm sorry. Numerous hero characters from SNK's nostalgic franchises join the roster. Gotcha. Giving assistance to their team members via the new Active Striker gameplay feature. It's not new because the game came out 15 years ago, 16 years ago. But well, I mean, it's I new the holder, man. It's new to me. Neverending Nightmares comes to PS4 and Vita Digital Cross by. Says experience true psychological horror as you explore nightmares inspired by the creator's struggles with depression and an OCD. The defenseless protagonist must avoid monstrous manifestations of what haunts his subconscious in his quest to wake up, um, wake up into reality. See, that's why it's interesting. I want to play more of it to get to some of that stuff. The park comes to PS4 digital. A day at the park, a lost teddy bear, a missing child. As the sun sets over Atlantic Island Park, you must explore its dilapidated rides in search of your son, Callum. As darkness falls, Callum. you will experience... Nope, Callum. C-A-L-L-U-M. As darkness falls, you will experience panic and paranoia through a narrative written by a team of award-winning storytellers. Oh, wow. Okay. Push Me Pull You comes to PS4 Digital. Push Me Pull You is a local multiplayer game about friendship and wrestling. Joined at the waist, you and your partner share a long, wriggling body as you wrestle your opponents for control of the ball. With every action affecting both you and your partner, PMPY combines the best parts of co-op multiplayer with the worst parts of your last breakup. Nice. Okay. Ray Gigant comes to Vita Digital. Ray Gigant is a unique dungeon-crawling RPG which combines dungeon-crawling adventures with Japanese visual novel-like storytelling. 
Rage Gigant adopts a unique style of battle where you will be fighting massive enemies from different perspectives to engage in three-way view battles. Use the rhythm-based slash beat mode to unle- unleash deadly attacks while fleet. Why can't I read? Slash no, beat mode to unleash okay. deadly attacks while feeling the fate of the heroes resonate through their bodies. And f- oh no, there's two more actually. But the most important release of the week, Shadow Complex Remastered, comes to PS4 Digital. Chair's fresh twist on classic side-scrolling design with modern cutting-edge gameplay is amplified in Shadow Complex Remastered, featuring 10-plus hours of exploration and fast-paced combat from the award-winning original game, updated with graphical enhancements, new dynamic melee takedowns, and additional master challenges. And finally, Tabletop Racing World Tour comes to PS4 Digital. This is the one that's free with PS Plus. Ah. It says, get behind the wheel of 12 ultra-cool, fully-tunable miniature racing cars and take on 20 racetracks through a comprehensive championship mode and a multitude of special events. Use power-ups and wheel weapons and blast your way to victory. And that is all for the upcoming games. Colin. Yes. Time for topic of the show. Tots. Tots, 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 tots. This one comes from Luke at me. Who went to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ to submit his question. And he says, hey guys, with Uncharted, one of Sony's biggest IPs being wrapped up, what will take its place? Horizon or something we haven't seen? Thanks, Luke. Fascinating question, Colin. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it. Uh, Nathan Drake became the face of PlayStation, right? It was him and Sackboy for a long time leading the charge. It was. It, sent, it seemed like in that, in that space of the PlayStation 3. So now with them going away, and I think you can make an argument, you know, going back, PS2 was God of War. It was Kratos. It was this, that, and the other. Uh, PS1, Crash Bandicoot. You can make an argument for, you know, there's there's the mascots in there before, like wrapped up in the PS2 era as well, right? right? With your Ratchet and Clank, your Jack and Daxter. But I think if we're talking about pillars, that's that. Mm-hmm. What will PlayStation 4's pillar be? Horizon's a possibility. I don't know that we maybe even know yet. Um, Do you want to know what I think? Sure. I think God of War. I think Kratos again. <laughs> I think they're going to bring back. I we've seen that. We've seen the, we've already heard the rumors, the Norse God thing and older it's, Kratos. It's definitely real. Yeah. yeah, of course it's definitely real. But. I think that could easily be another one of he now does move because you figure you still have time with Nathan Drake. You still have Uncharted 4 drops now. The rest of the year, you can still use him to advertise the system, you do all this difference and stuff. Then you move into Kratos is going to be the face of it. And then you also start getting into PlayStation has made 40 million units move off the shelves without having a without having a face first party you're buying this for this exclusive so you get to continue to rely on destiny you get to continue to rely on you mass effect when that's coming out you can use the established properties battlefront you can use all these different things to drive people to it and have your hot sizzle reel trailers that you put up you know during sporting events that are selling the thing holy shit i just had a, re- a revelation that has nothing to do with what we were just talking about okay, by the well, way. What's you, earlier you were talking about we'll get back to this but this is kind of related i guess but but you were earlier talking about the rumors that are mulling around that Sucker Punch is working on a Spider-Man game. Right. Like, do you want that question now, too? That doesn't make any sense. Hold on. Hold on. You got the, well, Let me get that question, too. Hold on. Hold on. But it does make sense. Hold on. Oh, I know. I know it does. But hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. And it just came to me for no reason. Kind of funny Spidey 616. And that's a great name, by the way. Hi, Greg and Colin. There's been a few small rumors floating around recently that Sony is working on a PS4 exclusive Spider-Man game. And... That Sucker, Bu- Sucker Punch could be the one studio working on it. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think it's possible? How would you feel about a studio like Sucker Punch working on a licensed game rather than a new IP or even another infamous game? Now, the reason it makes sense, of course, is that it's Sony. Sony has yeah. those rights for Spider-Man. I didn't even think about that. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, remember... It just came to my mind for some reason. Like, just something just turned you, on randomly. As you remember, it. Sony's so in bed with Spider-Man that the PlayStation 3 font is the That's Spider-Man true. font. That's true. So this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but hey, well, now it's, we're all there. it's we're there. stupid, and I hope it's not true. Uh, it's awesome, and I totally hope it's true. That you would want be Sucker Punch awesome. to make a Spider-Man game. Yes, I would. 
They are awesome at making superhero games. I would love for them to get invested in the rich world what of a, Spider-Man. What a waste. How is that a waste? Why can they make something new? They can make a They're new game. They're making a new Spider-Man game. What is your Peter Parker story? I'd love to see what Nate Fox has up his sleeve if he had this toy box of characters that are already established. Colin, they could finally put Shocker in the game and give him the justice I he deserves. I know they could, but the... the no, 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 yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Yes, brother. Yes. Oh my god, what a waste. I'll be so fucking disappointed. Why? If that's Why true. does that make you mad? Because I want them to make their own game. They, this would be their own game. No, it would be their you? Spider-Man game. I would be so pissed that I even had to make a Spider-Man game. But they probably had their own ideas. They want to make, you know... I'm sure they do have their own ideas. I'm sure they also would love to jump into a... I mean, like, I'm assuming in this conversation that they are be Here's Spider-Man. What do you want to make for a Spider-Man game? It's not... Here's Spider-Man. Tie it into the movie and make this work. And you have to have this feeling. Oh, you have to have that. that. Okay. I'm sure it'll be very much an Arkham situation, but and I'm sure it'll be great. But if, if it's real, and I, I I don't actually believe the rumors are true, but I so I hope they are. Uh, but um, oh, what a waste! It's not a waste. a waste. That, that's me? like all the people that want Naughty Dog to make Jack and Daxter. That is not like, the same up. at all. That is not the some, same at all. It's like, why won't Naughty Dog make Jack and Daxter? I'm like, you just out of your mind? You want them to make Jack and Daxter? It's the same reason that it's like. They can do something else. They should do something else. They I should mean, make a different is, game. They're, I mean, it's exciting for me because they are making a different game. They're moving away from Infamous. They get to go in and take something like Spider-Man. They're not and moving put their away thing. from Infamous. It's a, it's a superhero open world third person game. If that's but what yeah, doing. spoiler alert. Like this is what we talk Just about like all the time. There's studios that have things that they're good at that they want to move in and go do. It's a perfect fit. Here is an open world to navigate a Spider-Man. I wonder if it would be worth the money to do it. Like, I mean, you figure it, here's <clears> the thing about it. Activision's games. Also, that's the other thing is like, what, doesn't Activision have the publishing rights? No, those Spider-Man? are done. Those They're, are all over. Yeah, yeah. Remember that was a big thing where those rights got pulled, and that was all. That was the end of that shit. Didn't they put it on Vita? Yeah, they did finally put out. But it was like way late. The Amazing Spider-Man got put on Vita. No, you figure they pulled that card. Now they're there, and Marvel is out there actually trying to make quality games and partnering with quality partners. If they partner and make us, I mean, that's what you're talking about. And why? What to go back to what Tots was originally? Who could be the face of it right now? Having an exclusive, awesome Spider-Man game would totally be. Somebody you put in every fucking commercial that you have. You have the Spider-Man game. You are. Hey, guess what? We have the first amazing, no pun intended, Spider-Man <laughs> game in years, right? Since arguably, <clears throat> depending on who you talk to. Maximum web Carnage. Of, yeah, Maximum Carnage. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Neversoft one. Web of Shadows, which I didn't like, but a lot of people really, really did. I like Web of Shadows. So I played that one. That yeah. was the uh, the one where you can play. Make choices. Play. Yeah, yeah. And you no, 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 no. Web of Shadows was where you made choices. Oh, no, and it all Dimension. Went. Yep, Shadow Dimension. Yeah, Shadow Dimension. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm. I would. I and like for you. I mean, not for you. I guess. I if I'm Sucker Punch, I I am excited to do this because I get to take on something that matters to people. And I'm not saying Infamous didn't matter. You know better than most <laughs> my obsession with Infamous. But immediately you have a new audience turned on to this. You are. This is going to be arguably your biggest game of all time. In terms of sales, in terms of people playing it and people talking about your work, people giving you the credit you deserve as a developer, like how underplayed infamous criminally underplayed infamous one and two were on PlayStation three and arguably on PlayStation four. Cause, but then again, we didn't love it as much as the others. But to be able to sit down and be like, all right, cool. I'm, we're making a Spider-Man game. We're making an exclusive Spider-Man game. Yeah, but this go, I guess this does tie more intimately back into the original question, which was like, tots, tots, tots. there is a dearth of meaningful new IP. Sure for the PlayStation four. So you're going to take one of your great studios. I would say sucker punches is, is in the, in the upper echelon of their developers up there with naughty dog and gorilla, um, you know, and polyphony. I mean, as far as the developers that really know what they're doing, like yeah. really, really know what they're doing. I'm not trying to insult anyone, but no, you know, yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. And 
to, to take them out and just be like, you're not making a new IP. Like we need IP. Like really, what, what are the new IP? Like of any consequence, like the order, which so was we're talking gar- about this. Yeah. Like generation. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. It's like, Bloodborne, the order. Bloodborne and the order, and that's basically Horizon. It. You well, we see that uh, not yet, right? Yeah, like, I know. I'm just and you have Rezo got in Helldivers and stuff. But like, those small yeah, yeah, games, yeah, but, yeah, that doesn't. <clears throat> and so to me, it's like you remove them and their intellectual might and heft from this equation. Right. Take them off of Infamous and let them make their own game. And, but now, and I'm sure that I, I have no doubt that if this is true, and, and we're getting like way down the rabbit hole for something we have that is probably not true. I don't. I really don't think it's true. But, but we can dream. But. uh it would be really disappointing for, for us to find out that they don't get to make their own game. And I understand they're going to make their own game, but yeah, yeah. they we really could use some new IP. And, and you know, we have Uncharted again. We have Infamous again. We're probably going to get The Last of Us again. We're going to get God of War again. We're going to, you know, we got Killzone again. We have, it's like, we're going to get Gran Turismo again. We're going to, and it's like, all right, but where I mean, can we get the new IP from? But it comes we're going to have Dead Don't Ride and we're going to have Horizon, right? Yeah. So... It comes down to, I mean, how much does that matter, though? How much does the new IP matter? You know, they did get to make a new IP. They made Infamous, and it was beloved, and it didn't blow up. It didn't go astronomical. <clears throat> we, You and I sat there and talked all the time about it on Beyond. The fact that this, you know, every Infamous was like them growing, and then Infamous Second Son, even if it was a little... Uh, not half baked, but played not, awesome. Yeah, exactly. That just it the was, story it was, was them yeah. establishing themselves as like, hey, guess what? Like, we're on the level of uh, Naughty Dog. We are that kind of developer, and it didn't go crazy. It didn't set the world on fire. So I think it actually is more powerful for Sony to say, okay, let's do this. Let's let's get the exclusive rights to Spider Man and put out an amazing Spider Man game. I mean, think about it this way. Like, I guess when it's not it actually, it's a little bit apples and oranges, but rock steady, right? Like. I'm glad Rocksteady didn't do a new IP. I'm glad they didn't do something out when they when they sat down and like, well, we could do Arkham Asylum or we could do our own thing. I'm glad they said, well, let's do a Batman <laughs> game and make it our own thing. Let's fucking make this matter. Let's show people what this can be. I think I would be more excited if they someone a studio second party took this the engine and, and the technical know how of these thir- these very finely made third person superhero action open world games and made a game and let them do something else. Sure, I have no but, doubt that the new game is going to be an open world game. Sure. All I'm saying is that. Um, I'm excited about the possibilities of what they can do, and knowing the story, you know, I wrote the history of Sucker Punch, and knowing that they they sat around on the you know the Sly Cooper was an idea that they had kind of embryonically when they were working on on Rocket Robot on Wheels on N64, and then Infamous was an idea that they had embryonically during the Sly Cooper era, and I'm sure that they have those similar ideas. It seems like they have a lot of latency there in terms of like we have these ideas, we can't execute on them yet, and you know a lot of people, you know Brian Fleming and all these guys, I mean they stick around, they're they're there, they're there, you know, and Nate, Nate Fox is great minds. Sure. And but I here's so here's another way to come at the problem then and why I think it's a great idea. Let's say they only get one cra- one Spider-Man game. It isn't a trilogy, which of course is bullshit. But they do one Spider-Man game and it's fucking awesome. It's exactly what you'd expect from Sucker Punch. Amazing open world thing. They're not and I, and I don't mean to be a dick or anything. But they're not like lost in the weeds of like well, who is Delson and how do we make Delson matter to you? It's fucking Peter Parker. You know why he matters. You know how we should feel. We've nailed it. Here's this great story of him going after the Sinister Six or whatever the fuck it is, right? That game then propels them and pulls back this curtain that has hidden them for so long and and everybody does get to look at it and go, oh man, Sucker Punch is fucking amazing. Why were we sleeping on these guys? Da, 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 da. And then they're in the position, sped up a bit, of Rocksteady where it's like, like we have a question in here of like, what, when are we going to hear about Rocksteady's next IP, right? Like, and now granted, we have a very dedicated PlayStation audience, but outside of our audience, I don't know if people are sitting around going, man, when is Sucker Punch's next IP? They might be saying, where's the next Infamous? 
what did the what about you think, think what do you think those infamous guys are going to do again but even that i doubt but if you come out and you fucking punch the world in the face with this exclusive spider-man game and you show it's fucking awesome then your next game yeah they can get greenlit for whatever the fuck they want to do i suppose i feel like i fear that that gets them caught in spider-man world and I, then and then that's just a total waste i i just i i understand what you're saying and maybe you're right but i just it's just uh yeah but but i feel like when we're coming to, i mean it's if they do it, I just want it to suck. <laughs> so they can go back then and do closed. something else. Then Shuhei's like, get out. No, they're not going to close Soccer Bunch. Brian Fleming, it's over. No, Shuhei, please. And he hits the button. I would just be, I'm confused. I know Sony, the synergy with Sony's movies and the and the gaming and all that kind of stuff makes sense. Marvel makes no sense. I don't know why you would have a game done by an exclusive studio. I mean, um, I, I, I do. I mean, like you think about it, they're all uh, the Spider-Man audience for Marvel's audience. You assume no offense. PC nerds is going to be console based. And then it's like, well, why? Because who the fuck's playing mouse and keyboard Spider-Man? Come on. Is that really a thing? No, I don't doing know. I just I never thought about it, I guess. I think it would be the fact that, like, hey, let's get, like, I don't even know if it's a synergy so much from the company standpoint as much as, like, let's get on a unit that's pushed 40 million. And I'm sure, yeah, there's some great marketing deal, whatever, that's going back and forth. But, you know, when I got to talk to the guys who are leading up Marvel's game, Marvel games now, right? And, like, they actually talked and said the right things in terms of, like, we want to work with quality partners. You know what I mean? We're, we have we have this agreement. I met them at their agreement with Telltale of like Telltale is really good at story based games. Let's give them one of our or one of our characters, one of our universes, whatever. Play around it, see what they do. And so this would be another great thing of like we need, let's make another Spider Man game. And it's honestly it's it's in the same way it's a benefit to Sucker Punch in the way of cool. We don't have to worry about story because we have well let's say somebody from Marvel's writing it, or we just know we know Spider Man. We know what the same thing is. It's a, it's a safe bet for Marvel, right? Of like, cool. Let's not start a new studio or give it to somebody who's never made a giant open world, uh, open uh, world, uh, open world three three. You know, Jesus Christ, third person game. Let's let's find the best. Who is the best at making an open world third party action game? And they look at Sucker Punch, right? And it's kind of like, huh. Then Sony pops up and they're like, well, we're going to market the fucking shit out of it. It's going to be in everything. I think it makes sense on both sides to some extent. Yeah, I want to see them do something else. We'll see what happens. We will. This will probably be revealed so, if it's true or not. If that's true, then that's definitely one of the faces of PlayStation 4 <clears throat> in the sucks. absence of Nathan Drake. I think Spider-Man is the, is the Jesus. One of. It's great. Just because you don't like superhero games doesn't I, matter. I'm not, it's not a matter of... First of all, I love Infamous. I think... I, frankly, I love Infamous just as much as you do. I just don't like comic book guy like things the way... So I'm not quite as evangelical. I, I fucking love Infamous. And uh, I like Spider-Man. So it's, it has nothing to do with that. I have no problem with Spider-Man either. It's just like, come on. Like the... We need things that make PlayStation PlayStation. That's I think that's important. We don't have that first party identity. I don't think this... Uh, this generation but we, had a, we had a deep it? first party identity. I think we do need it. I, I don't know if you need it from a commercial standpoint, but I need it. I want it. I like the. I liked all that weird shit we had going on PlayStation Three. It was a ton of it on digital. You know, digital. But I don't think that goes away. I mean, you're still getting koi on PlayStation Four. You're still getting oh, these. Thank God. Independent. I'm not. I'm joking. No, I know. You still I know. Get, get Edith Finch. You still get all these Housemark exclusives. You know what I mean? Like those games are there, but like Alienation at, available. Like now. Alienation available now. Except it's easier to have. Uh, but it doesn't. You know, I, I don't think it one takes away from the other. It wasn't like even in the PlayStation 3 generation of the crazy it, fucking last guy wasn't in the sizzle reel. Last guy wasn't the thing that was being used to market the game. It, it was uh, Sackboy and it was infamous and it was these big AAA games. And I think having a Spider-Man game that is yours matters. And I think that would be cool. I don't think it's a bad thing and I don't think it's cheesy and I think it's him and I think it's Kratos and I think uh, no brainerly it's going to be Joel and Ellie. Whoever's Last of Us Two is Ellie all by herself. She's there, like, they, even though we were we're winding down now in the Nate Drake era, like 
Naughty Dog's going nowhere and Last of Us 2 is coming and it's going to be another one that's like a huge fucking deal and that's something you do put out at the forefront of the yeah, what this I, is. I do think that yeah I think that that's a good given I think it'll be Ellie um, hopefully alone although you know like, I wanted to pick up right where it went I yeah. just think that's gonna happen um, Kratos maybe like I just can't get excited about God of War I do think Horizon's a pretty safe bet I, I the, the rumors as we talked about I think last week was that Horizon is Delay. not gonna make it this year which is fucking insane if that's true that's just so infuriating <laughs> but um, not only because Shuei told us that it was gonna make it but like during GDC that's neither here nor there really it's just like the ten pole flag what the fuck are you gonna do again it's a third time in a row yep. yeah your fall games moved Um, and this is the one that people are really excited about it's not the order we all knew the order wasn't gonna be good. At least I did. Yeah, you did. Uh, but and then Uncharted obviously moved, and and we'll talk about Uncharted soon. But I think you can imagine. Um, so to me, it's it's you know. So I think that I just want new IP that we can generate that we don't have to fall back and it's Kratos again. But oh, see, the thing about God. new IP is think you know, about how long it takes to build up that mattering to a general audience. Even when Horizon comes out, it's going to be very much like Uncharted. Where Uncharted 1 was a great game, but it was Uncharted 2 that really fucking mattered and like became a thing. That's how it'll be, I assume, with Horizon. Horizon's going to come out and it's going to be great. So, knock on wood. But I don't think it's going to be the one where it's like, oh, I immediately think PlayStation and I think of the redhead from... Uh, do you know her name, by the way? I don't remember. Think I of the redhead from uh, Horizon. And you're like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. You, like To we'll get see. to a Drake level, to get to a Kratos level, to get to a Spider-Man level takes time. I think that, yeah, we'll have to see what, what happens with that. I think Horizon, I think Dead Don't Ride, even though we don't know anything about it, maybe, great but, title. I, but I doubt it. I think it's a great title, too. Yeah. Um, I hope it's real. Uh, well, so we'll see, like, what what comes of that, and then, I don't know. I, it's it, This is the thing, though, is that we don't... The, the first party output's been really disappointing. And not because all the games are terrible. I liked Kills. I'm actually a pretty big advocate of Kills on Shadowfall. A lot of people don't like that game. Mm-hmm. Knack obviously wasn't very good. Infamous was fine. Uh, Bloodborne's a great game, but I, I and Uncharted obviously we can talk about too. But it's just you know three plus years in, I'm not really seeing too sure. much. The stable, yeah, it's not there. It's and and when you look at at I guess let's see, we we would be in 2009. We'd actually be around when Infamous came out in the PS3 life cycle. Mm. So at that point, we had already had Uncharted, we already had a Killzone game, um, you know, and uh, God of War would be the next year. So like we, things were circulating. It might not be that different. I just don't remember. Like, I never really have to sit and think about that. Yeah. But I just feel like the PS4 is so great, but I don't think the PS4 is as great as it is because of the first party. And that's so sure. that to me is an untapped resource still that I think will that I think Bloodborne kind of struck a nerve with a lot of people. But I think Uncharted is probably gonna be the first one that's that's like, you know, going to blow the world up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then hopefully they can sustain that with some of these new future games. Cause I just don't know that I, I want to have Spider-Man as my, as I'm face my, the console. It's just like, that's weird when we can have like a cool new, you know, Joel and Ellie is a great example. This is a really meaningful PlayStation. Sure. You know, uh, IP as opposed to this general Marvel slash Sony pictures slash whatever. But I mean, that's, I think you're coming at it with the perception of what Spider-Man is now, not based on what it would be. In terms of like, hey, we have here's the game. You've played it. You've seen it. You understand. You know what I mean? Like, I keep thinking of like Tobey Maguire Spider Man. When it wouldn't be that, right? It would no, be I, its own. And I, I gotta be honest with you, I didn't dislike Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man. Are you fucking kidding me? The Tobey Maguire Spider Mans were awesome. Yeah, I, I, I think except so. Number three. I yeah. think so. Yeah, the first two were great. And yeah. I and, and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that with. I know a lot of people know that I don't like comic book movies, but I actually like Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. And I like those Spider Man flicks. <clears throat> and I think I've seen all the Spider Man movies. So it's 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 you know 
to me, it's, I don't know, I, it's not, it doesn't come from a place of like anti superhero bias. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes from like a resource management thing. And I go back to the Jack and Dax argument where people are like, they should make Jack 4. And I'm like, if Naughty Dog made Jack 4, what a complete mismanagement of resources. What a disgraceful mismanagement of resources. But I mean, that's the whole thing is like, and that's, that's clearly, maybe the way I feel about this too. But that's clearly a step backwards where this isn't. This is still going forward with what you're building. Going from Uncharted 4, Last of Us, wherever you want to pick up from, and saying, all right, now go back and make a platformer is much different than saying, all right, cool, you've made this awesome superhero game, but it didn't have this, go make another awesome superhero game, but use this beloved franchise. Sure, but I use that simply as the example of a lot of people do feel that way about Jack, and uh, and, and to me, I'm like, what? Like, and so I agree with what you're saying. It doesn't make any sense, but to a lot of people, it does make sense. And to me, I'm saying, like, be careful what you ask for, because this is going to be four or five years of their lives, you know, doing yeah. this from pre-pro to, like, you know, post-launch. Post it's sure. like... That's time that we could have gotten a new IP. And so that's all I'm all That may I'm or it may have not been a success mm -hmm. that people would have cared about. But I think it would have been fine. I Sly mean, that's and then Infamous, like why... These are both great games. So, sure. I don't know. Anyway, we'll okay. see. I don't know we the answer. We will see. I don't know the answer. I think you might be right with Kratos, unfortunately. Colin Trophy time. Uh, all right, so um, the big one here, and I do want to say, I don't think it's too spoilerish, but people are very sensitive about Uncharted 4. I get it. Uncharted 4's trophies have allegedly leaked. Uh -huh. Now, it's important to note that, can I corroborate any of these trophies? I probably could. You could. I don't think you should. <coughs> no, I'm not. Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I don't even know what trophies I've gotten because the trophies are not live on the PSN yet. Right. So, so on PS4, I hate that. God, I hate so that. So I'm getting trophies. Yeah, me too. When I play Uncharted, but I don't know what the fuck they are. So... What I'm saying is until they appear on Exophase or on PSM profiles or whatever, until they appear, until we can sync our trophies, I don't know if these are real or not, but I think that they're most definitely real. But I'm saying that there's not, doesn't seem to be too many spoilers, but you might want to tune out for a few minutes if you don't want to hear anything about Uncharted 4. Because the trophy list is very different than Uncharted 1, 2s, and 3s. What if you just stay from the one that mentions the location? Because aren't the rest all like not that bad in terms of like spoilers? Sure. I can do that. Okay. All right. So it, this comes by, from our friends at PlayStationLifestyle.net. Who so basically this leaked with a bunch of screenshots. And Imager. They, took, they were up on the imagers. And they took um, they took them and just kind of condensed them. So um, there are seventeen hidden trophies. We don't know the nature of them. Uh, there's a platinum. Obviously, one last time. Collect all the trophies. There are no gold trophies. Now, some of the hidden ones, one or more, might be gold, but I'm not I'm not so sure that any there are any gold trophies on this list because the list is so extensive. Interesting. We could do the math if we wanted to, to figure it out. But yeah, who, who, who likes it. math? Silver. There are, let's see, six of them. Um, charted Crushing and Charted Speed Run. So complete the game in crushing mode and complete the game in six hours or less. That's a new kind of trophy for us. Yeah, they know. Treasure Master, find all the treasures. That's not Of new. course, duh. Unstoppable, defeat 100 enemies in a row without dying in combat. That's a typical kind of trophy. Ghost in the cemetery, get through a cemetery com uh, without killing or being seen. So there's an area, area that was what you're talking about. Yeah. And, but I didn't talk specifically Looking about it. Looking out for you guys, don't worry. Run the table, defeat enemies with a stealth attack, melee attack, headshot, and explosive. And uh, explosives. And then the description actually cuts off, so it's unclear like, how the rest of it plays out. Bronze, there are, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, Jesus. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. There are 32 bronze trophies. Lord Almighty! Five of them are multiplayer, and the rest of them are single player. So the single player trophies, charted, uh, explorer, charted light, charted moderate, charted hard. So those are the four for um, difficulties. For difficulties. And then, Plus crushing, which isn't we already <clears throat> talked about. First treasure, treasure hunter, find fifty treasures. Jot this down. Find a journal entry. So there's new collectibles. Um, Lost art of journaling. Find all journal entries. 
And then uh, there are journal notes, which is another kind of collectible. Take a note and a lost history. Find a journal note. Find all journal notes. Head of the class. Defeat 20 enemies with headshots. You have a head for this business. Defeat 50 enemies with headshots. Hangman's bullet. Perform 20 headshots from the rope. So you're Ooh. swinging around with the rope. Um, stealth first. Ask questions later. Stealth take down five enemies. Shh, sleep now. Stealth take down 30 enemies. <laughs> I thought I heard something. Perform 30 vertical stealth takedowns. Run and gunner. Defeat 50 enemies from the hip or blind firing. Leapfrog, defeat 10 enemies in a row, alternating gunplay and hand-to-hand, which is a typical Uncharted trophy. Sharpshooter, complete game with 70% or higher shot accuracy. That is going to be a straight pain in the ass. Especially because I'm not very good yep. at the game. Um, at aiming. I can figure it out, but I'm like firing into the fucking ether half the time. Rushing roulette, defeat enemies with a pistol, machine gun, and grenade in that order in 15 seconds. Butterfingers, make 10 enemies drop their grenades. Boom County, defeat 4 enemies with the same explosion. Defeat 10 in 60. Um, and it says, to defeat 10 enemies in 60 seconds with the China Lake grenade launcher. Hang tough, destroy 10 vehicles while being dragged from the rope. Hitting a brick wall, defeat 5 armored enemies with melee only. Wingman, perform 10 combo buddy takedowns. Mm-hmm. So that's something new. Cliffhanger, pull 20 enemies over while hanging from a ledge. And then the 5 multiplayer trophies, continue the adventure, complete the Uncharted multiplayer introduction, get in the game, complete 5 matches in multiplayer, trials by fire, complete all trials on moderate difficulty in multiplayer. Friends forever, spawn 10 sidekicks in multiplayer, and medic, revive 10 allies in multiplayer. So that is all of the trophies for the game. Foxhound recruit wrote in to kind of funny.com slash PSQ, just like you can. It says, Hey, Colin, Greg, long time listener. First time poster. Apparently the uncharted four trophies have been leaked and want to know what you guys think of them. Thanks. William PS. I've always loved you. I dig that they're different and I like that. There's a lot of hidden ones. What stands out to me is speed run and accuracy. That kind of annoys me. I don't like speedrun trophies because I'm, I'm going to be very tense playing it. You know what I mean? And it's always going to be that, did I fuck this up? Like, okay, I dawdled a little here. I didn't figure out this puzzle the way I should have. Am I fucked? And where does the time count? And exactly, all that yeah. And that's the whole thing. Can, can I pause? Can I PSN out? Da, 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 da. And like, uh, so you got, I'm going to have to wait <coughs> to, for that thing to, yeah, I'm going to wait, let everybody go, like the PS4 trophies on YouTube, let them worry about it, then I'll worry about it. Accuracy is another one that is very annoying. Now, we talked about in Colin and Rig Live and somebody pointed out in the comments, We'll just play through on easy and just melee everybody. Basically. Yeah, or explore. Yeah. Well, I think that might shorten trophies off. I don't know for sure. I haven't tried. Mm, interesting, interesting, interesting. Wait, what? But what's explore? Is explore? I think that's even easier. Isn't that like the one where you like? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Then that would be interesting to see if that yeah pops and tells you that. But yeah, that, so what? Mainly what I'm getting down to is though I don't. I'm not stoked to have even more playthroughs. Right. I always enjoyed that. All right, cool. In the old Uncharted, it was going to be that I played through on normal for fun. Then I play through on hard to unlock crushing. And then I play through on crushing. I had three playthroughs. Fine. And now it's like, well, I'm going to play through, I, play through, play through speed run accuracy. I fucked up the speed run. Let's play it. You know, I don't, I, I worry about this becoming a chore, an infinite thing of play. Well, every platinum becomes a chore at some point. I feel like sometimes, yeah. but I feel like having all these different Uncharted playthroughs and stuff is going to fucking give me the, Ajita, as you say. Sure. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that kind of thing hanging over me. <clears throat> and then I worry of like if I'm, is at what point does it is it possible it'll break me? I'd like to platinum this one. I love Uncharted. I've platinumed all the other Uncharted's, right? Not the collection, but the, all the other Uncharted's, the individual games. I get to this point, it's gonna be like, well, if I fuck up the speed run, do I really have it in me to play it again? To go through and try to do another speed run, seeing as how time is limited. I am if I'm playing Uncharted, I'm not playing something else, and I feel there are a million other games I'd like to be playing right sure. now. Sure. Yeah, I think we'll we'll find out I'm soon nervous. enough. I'm nervous. 
Uh, other notable trophies, uh, the game you're playing, Never Ending Nightmares. I thought this was an interesting one because this only has three gold and one silver. No I saw prizes. that. I saw that. Um, so completed the Final Descent Nightmare, completed completed the Destroyed Dreams Nightmare, completed the Wayward Dreamer Nightmare, and unlocked all branching paths in the Nightmare Select screen. So that might be a difficult one. Interestingly, the one that seems to be the one that people are missing is the silver. Hmm. Um, the fact that, and that's what I'm talking about where I'm not, I don't think it's going to be that lengthy of a game, right? Those, those no, four, four trophies? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, Dead Island Definitive Edition and Dead Island Riptide Definitive Edition trophies are both live. I won't read them all, but uh, Dead Island Definitive Edition has one platinum, one gold, 14 silver, and 43 bronze. Jeez Louise. Dead Island Riptide has one platinum, four gold, 11 silver, 20 bronze, so a little more manageable. Um, the other one that I want to end on is Shadow Complex Remastered. These trophies mm. are live. There are 40 trophies in the game. Um, so there's like ones that are easy, like Let's Get Punchy, Melee, Five Soldiers, Bomba Punter, uh, Punt 20 Bombas. Uh, my head explode, get 50 headshots. So a lot of these are actually the same as the achievements, if I remember correctly. Now, there's, there's some that get fucking crazy. Fucking crazy, chair getting nuts. And I'm interested to see um, how many people are able to do some of these. Yeah. This is like, it, it, I don't know, I'm not, I don't, I don't think so. Maybe. Um, the Insurgent is a gold trophy. Complete the game at 4% with only the flashlight, backpack, grenade, foam, and missile. So just basically the bare minimum of what you need. Um, complete the game. There's chairness. Complete the game at 100% in under three hours on insane difficulty. Um, Jason Bailey, which is a Metroid reference. Uh, complete the game at 100% in under two hours on any difficulty. Um, let's see. Those are pretty much the hardest ones. Because then you're going to get like, you know, unlock the entire game map, collect all the missile packs, collect all the pass keys, collect all the grenade packs, all the gold bars, all the foam canisters, etc, etc. Sure. So you're going to be able to get most of them by volume, but these gold trophies are going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> get get better with age. Complete the game with eight health packs, 19 grenade packs, 20 foam packs, and nine missile packs. And that's to represent 8-19-2009, which is the day the game came out. Ah, cute. How many are you going to go get? Because you love Shadow Complex. I love Shadow Complex. I fucking love, love, love it. I can't wait to play it. Um, it's gonna be very difficult for me to not play it this week, actually, and just drop everything else. So I need to get Uncharted out of the way. Yeah, I'll see. I can get all of these for sure, except for like, and I can do the one with four percent where it's just a pain in the ass. Sure, that's when it becomes a chore. You can't get like more, more parts of the map or anything than than you need. need. So I need to read a guide. Yeah, exactly. Wait again. I'm probably gonna use good. my own strategy guide to play that game oh, too, which cute. is gonna be really cute. How adorable. Actually, let me. You know, you can look up a strategy guide. Shadow Complex IGN guide. <laughs> is it still there? Of course it is. No, because they made everything in the wiki guides um, and they fucked my shit up. You know, so let's see. Somebody have, no, it's still there. Lord help me, it has to still be there. Did that break your heart when all the wiki guides came in and like erased all the stuff you'd done? Yeah. Yeah, they have like video walkthroughs now and stuff like that. Like they just get rid of all my, like all my shit's gone. Lost to the ages of the internet. The pros. Thankfully, GameFAQs lives on. You can go read all of <coughs> See Moriarty 311's guides there. Oh no, my maps are up. I made I made these maps. Oh, cute. Oh, those were the days. Oh yeah. God, most tedious shit I've ever done in my life. A simpler time. But stomping on a, a guitar pedal or whatever, or I guess a racing pedal, a racing right? Pedal. To take a brilliant, screenshots. A, a really ingenious solution to take screenshots. Yeah. All right, that's all for the trophies. Colin, trophy time was brought to you by Loot Crate this week. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear for less than $20 a month you get 48 items that include licensed gear apparel collectibles unique one-of-a-kind items and more make sure you head to lootcrate.com slash ps and enter the code ps to save three dollars on any new subscription loot crate guarantees more than forty dollars of value in every crate and sometimes it's a lot more 
The onslaught of big summer blockbusters makes May the perfect time to celebrate some of pop culture's unstoppable, unrelenting, and unbeatable characters and objects. We've got something you can carry, something for your kitchen, and a cool figure to go with our monthly tea and pin. Featuring two Marvel items plus Warcraft and Dragon Ball Z, no one crate should ever have this much power. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, Jackie T, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash PS and enter the offer code PS to save $3 on your new subscription today. Reader mail. Melatov cocktail. Maelstrom, Maelstrom. Maelstrom whoa, cocktail. whoa. You're getting all fired up. I love it, Colin. Oh, Colin. This is not me fired up. I haven't seen you fired You've up. Never in years. seen me fired. Never up. will. Maybe this question will fire you up. But Night- Man Nine was announced. I think that was the last time I was fired up. Like really fired up. No, oh, the Islanders won the yeah, first. I was gonna say the Islander yeah. stuff. Nighthawk wrote in to kindoffunny.com/psq just like you can and says, "What up, hella fellas? Think we'll get a Mad Max sequel? I am loving this game despite the glitches and bugs. I think setting it up for release the same time as Metal Gear Solid Five was a mistake. But if it was polished a bit more and released later, it could have been a bigger hit." The car combat really sticks out to me. Same with the environment design and creativity with the enemies. Thanks, boss. And he spells boss with two money symbols. P.S. I love you, parentheses, and am not from Cali, so my use of the word hella could be off. I think you nailed it, Nighthawk slash boss. Colin, you loved. Oh, Mad Max was Mad great. Max. I haven't talked about it in game a while. Game of the generation. Game of the generation. Mad Max was a very underrated, underappreciated game. Will we, get, will we get another one? I highly doubt it. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but I also don't believe that it was. I don't agree. I didn't really run into any glitches or any problems. I do agree with him that the car combat is really what shines in that game. It's a lot of fun. That game is really, really good. Yeah. If you like the checkbox kind of games, the Ubisoft style games, not a Ubisoft game, but if you like those Ubisoft style games, the big maps, you're slowly taking shit over. You're seeing a lot of progress. Preach you find brother. a lot of collectibles. Preach it's brother. fucking awesome. It's a great game. Colin, you got to break some hearts. You ready? I love breaking hearts. Jozo70 wrote in mm. to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ just like you can and says, hello from the UK. Oi, Governor. <laughs> I was wondering if you both noticed the slightly quote unquote stealth release of Grand Theft Auto Vita Collection. It was released the other week. I was excited to see it on the store, however disappointed when it turned out to be a package containing the PSP games. I would love to see an HD remaster of the games with updated multiplayer. My main question is, do you think that they will bother making a GTA game for the Vita? No. No chance in hell, Jozo. Are you fucking kidding me, Jozo? There's a better chance of us getting another Vita than there is of that happening. I, I agree, though. When Grand Theft Auto Vita Collection came out, I was like, what? And, yeah. like, oh, and then I was like, oh no, this is just like goddamn. No, when I saw PSP that, when I saw shit. that, I'm like, no, 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 you're not, you're not getting Colin this time. Yeah, yeah. Nope. I, I got excited for a good second, and I was like, oh my god, Chinatown Wars with trophies, all oh, goodness, Liberty City Stories with trophies. You went a little bit of like Bobby's World's mom there with the old. Oh, oh the, you hear? Oh, dish. Oh gosh, it's like Minnesota, right? Yep. Yeah. Now heartbreaking, but no, you will never get a Grand Theft Auto on no, Vita. I'm sorry to report. You'll never get a remastered. Collection never. on Vita. Literally never. It's over. And we have to let it go and just accept the fact that, hey, it's cool. We got the PS2 classics with trophies on PS4. Cool. We got that for us. That's something. I can hang my hat on that. I can enjoy that. Sure. I can live with that. Okay. That's enough. Okay. Thank you. Stealth Swift wrote into kindoffunny.com slash PSQ and says, hey guys, quick question on how embargoes work. 
I know you guys had a dodge saying anything about severed on the previous podcast. Not saying you guys would do this, but theoretically, could you pose as a forum user and give your review of the game there? This way, you could get your review out posing as someone else, therefore covering your ass. I know it's in bad taste, but could it be done? Well, yes, Stealth Swift. Yeah, of course, it could be done. Could be done though, but why the that. fuck would we do that? I want you to come watch our videos and support our channels and subscribe to us and buy a shirt and support us on Patreon. I'm not desperate enough to tell you about Sever that I'm going to pose to some guy in Game Facts so I can tell you about Sever. It it's me, Obama Wii fan, and I'm here to say, guys, I really like Sever. No, nah, no, 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 no. Yeah, you could do that. It's a douche move. It would, you know, eventually it could be traced back to you. People could figure it out. IP addresses, whatnot, eventually, if the they really right. got into it. Yeah. And then you fuck up your entire career. You never get a game again. You're fucking out on your ass. You got to work with Nick Scarpino. You don't want to do that. That's not how it goes. So yes, you could do that. But that's also just not in the spirit of embargoes. The th- a great example is this Uncharted embargo, right? Where they're like, please don't spoil this. These four or five things, whatever it is. We'll have to look it over again and see what exactly it is. And Nathan Drake goes to the moon. It's just him and his body floating out into the moon. Um, and like it's like oh man that's kind of depressing but they did give us the game two weeks early so we have to abide by, abide by that right and like even their, and the dude abides and the dude abides and even their Monday embargo for spoiler content is like well that's still way ahead of the game like I, if, if we let's say we didn't we said that's a shitty embargo and I don't agree with the points so we say no we won't take the game we'll worry about it and then what you're getting a review two a week later three days later if we just sit there and play it nonstop yeah, and do this different stuff doesn't make any sense that's how it works. Let's, let's stick with reviews a bit, all right? And embargoes and such. And severed. Popcorn Shower wrote in to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ and said, Hey guys, IGN gave severed a mediocre score of 6.4. And while I believe a reviewer should give their honest opinion on a game, I also believe the opinion should be an informed one and not just, quote, I don't like touch games or, quote, the enemy buffs made it too difficult. My question is this. Given your experience in the video game industry, do outlier reviews negatively affect the sales of smaller independent games when the review is from one of the major video game sites? I can't help but feel someone will carelessly see the game had a 6.4 on IGN and assume it's only an okay game and miss out on a great experience. Thanks. Keep up the awesome work. Popcorn shower. I'm sure it does, but I... but. As Greg says in the, as said in the past, having your game reviewed at all is actually makes your game sell better. Exactly. There's this um, thing called EDAR. They're um, in, on, they're on the back end of video games. You wouldn't know about them if you went looking for it. And they do mock reviews and they help people uh, gather information about what they're going to do. And at GDC one year, Eric Brudvig, former colleague of ours at IGN, who no longer is with EDAR, gave a presentation about review scores. And it basically was saying that the fact that, yeah, Sever got review and it didn't get a 10 or whatever. And like some people would look at that as a negative. But in reality, that's amplified the message of Severed. People know about Severed and they're more likely to look at the PlayStation Store and be like, oh, I read about that game. I know about that game. Uh, the reviewer didn't like this or that, but it. I like I That sounds like something I would like or wouldn't enjoy. I want to know for myself. And even games that got like twos on IGN sold way better than games that got no reviews on IGN. So that's the way to look at it. Um, I don't know. I mean, the thing about it is, let's talk about uh, Severed in, in particular here. IGN didn't like it. It seemed like just about everybody else did. GameSpot gave it an 8. We're talking about how much we love it or whatever, right? And don't get me wrong. Miranda totally entitled to her opinion. I watched the video review. I was like, oh, I understand where you're coming from. I don't agree with you, but I, I don't think you're not informed. I don't think her... I don't think you can boil it down to. I don't like touch games. That wasn't what her review was. She's a very talented woman. Um, I do think that somebody who's interested enough in a Vita exclusive game probably is looking at other sites and is probably taking in everybody's context. And, you know, we're getting them on Colin and Greg live still the question of like, 
I don't like first person dungeon crawlers and I don't usually like touch is is this game for me and that's why we phrased it very much that we don't either but it worked for us yeah, I think so. I mean, I'll be honest with you. So let me take you on a walk here because here we what, go, what everybody. I, this, Pack this a lunch, often, get on a walk. This is often my my reaction to things that like I don't agree with or whatever, and and I have to like kind of go through this own my own mental process. So like, sure. when I saw that review, I like rolled my eyes. I was like, all right, you know, like no way. And then I realized multiple things that made my rea- my, my guttural reaction would be like, all right, like why, Colin? A like <laughs> I really don't care what other people think about like anything at all so i'm like all right well she can't be right or wrong it's a fucking video game review right exactly number two i've been the outlier on many games because i've reviewed probably hundreds of them when i was at ign yeah and i know what that's like to have that ire directed at you because everyone gave a game an eight and you gave it a five yep or whatever it is or everyone gave a game a 10 or not not a 10 but a nine and you gave it a seven or everyone gave it a five and you gave it an eight like i get it and that's not a fun position to be in because I was just giving my honest opinion, much like she was giving her honest opinion. Yep. So I quickly, like whenever I see that, I quickly rein that in where I'm like, cares. Exactly. Like it doesn't really matter. Like I don't agree at all with the content of a review, but, but, um, doesn't mean she's not, doesn't mean her, her opinions any less or more valuable than mine. Right. Um, other than the exception that I just know everything about Vita. Of course. Um, so you probably should just trust me. Uh, but other than that, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, I, I you know, so I, I, I take, you know, so like when I see things that I don't agree with where I'm like, I'm like, I always like, I'm like, but I know I know my colleagues at IGN and colleagues in, in the media and readers often roll their eyes in my opinion. So exactly. it's not like it's not really personal. It always goes yeah. back to the fact, uh, fact. And this is to get away from a little bit of like, I understand what you're saying in terms of like IGN is a huge site. So that, that carries weight to it or whatever. For me, I always talk about <laughs> that you and me and Colin. I think we live in the best time to be a video game purchaser, to be a video game customer, because it is. I'd much rather it be that there that games are getting Oh man, IGN gave it a six something. GameSpot gave it an eight. These guys gave it a ten. These guys gave it a two. And try to go in and read those, watch those videos, and come together on a consensus to be like, well, I actually agree more with this company. I actually am more in line with this reviewer. I actually agree with this YouTube personality more. I, I, you have that opinion now where you can go through and see it. Where it's not that it got an eight across the board. So, but I didn't like it that much. And how does it? Where does that mean? There's so many voices represented right now that I really feel it is a great time to go out there and look for criticism. And try I will to say, make an I, I'm going to say this to Miranda's defense as well. A 6.2, of, unless IGN is changing, is okay. It doesn't mean she didn't like it. Yeah. And I know that I've given games a five is mediocre, if I remember correctly, and, and uh, four is bad. Uh, so she doesn't mean she didn't like the game. And I don't like when people look at the score. That's why. That's why review scores are fucking stupid. Yeah. Boil is all God, they're so dumb. I just want to reiterate, review scores are fucking dumb. They don't mean anything. Because, like, you just have to read the content of a review. I bet your review might be more glowing in some respect than maybe a review they gave it a 7 or an 8. I bet you anything. But again, that's just, like, your interpretation of it. These numbers are stupid. They need to go. Cause so much problems. So many problems, man. It's like... Ugh. They're reductive. They are. They're dumb. They bring it down to an argument. No, no one. I mean, what? I mean, again, like to not. And I'm not, you know, giving popcorn shower here. Who must be a professor somewhere? Uh, professor a hard popcorn time. shower. Exactly. PhD. Like I don't think the quote unquote I don't like touch games was Miranda's review. From what I watched, I watched the video review. I didn't read it. How do they? Get, how do they get the? How do they get the footage of it? Um, I don't know. You can't play it on PS TV. Good point. It's direct feed, so maybe just Sony provided. Wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Could be. Colin. Yes. I'm looking for your final question of the show. I'm going to go with Jerry D, a 007. Jerry D, 
007 says, hi guys. Two games I feel I heard a while back now are Killstrain and Drawn to Death, but you still haven't heard of a release date for a long time, and it feels like these two games are turning into what? No Man's Sky and Rhyme parentheses, which we did hear about what happened to that, end quote, has turned into. When it gets announced, but doesn't get released slash hear about it for a while, what do you think all that? I think the way Sony San Diego is handling these games or the way that that, you know, not having much insight into into what's going on with Jaffe and what's going on with, you know, with Drawn to Death and then what's going on with the like the internal team that's working on Killstrain is. I think it's a mistake to announce a game and then have it in the public consciousness for so long. Mm-hmm. And like, I understand the idea of beta testing and getting people excited, but I think it's the wrong tact. Um, because then people don't know and then people just don't care like after a while about the game and so when Drawn to Death or like you know when Drawn to Death and or Killstrain come out quote unquote it's like well it doesn't feel new anymore like we've heard so kinda much like, about these games kind of like Guns Up well it's the thing about Guns Up is Guns Up I don't think it's ever going to come out I think Guns Up is done like I, I, I don't like they put trophies on it like I don't understand like what like the messaging's bad. The idea behind this fundamental idea behind this free to play stuff and exploring different things, the exploratory things with third and first person shooters, the exploratory things with MOBAs, um, etc. It's very smart, it's a very intelligent thing, but you have to kind of put silo these things and put them behind closed doors for a little while so that they're not in everyone's faces all the time because I do think you're injuring the product. Drawn, I remember when Drawn to Death was announced at the first PSX. I was like, this game looks extraordinarily. It was cool. fun to play it too. Looks, yeah, play. It, it looks like it looks, but the idea is really great. Right, and. I think that maybe a beta test here or a beta test there. It's kind of like what happened with the Tomorrow Children where they they alpha tested it and then they just fucking disappeared. And we have no idea. Like, the game's going to come out, but we have no idea what happened to it. That might have been a smarter move because then people get excited again when you re-announce it. Sure. But this game has just been being tweeted out. It's in the public consciousness. You got uh, Twitch streams and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't know that that's smart marketing. That might be smart game development. And we can get David Jaffe on the show and he can probably talk about why this works or why it doesn't work. Because I know he's experimenting as well. But to me, it just doesn't strike it as, as smart marketing. Because we always talk about you don't announce your games well ahead of time. And then you have to have a clear delineation between like the the beta and the release. But, but these here's games my are just kind of cross-pollinating. He's talking about, you know, Jerry says it's in the vein of No Man's Sky. I disagree. No, it's not in the vein No of Man's Sky has, you know, been on the front stage of E3 all these times. We're talking about PSI. Finally coming out June. Great. Drawn to Death for me is still an interesting idea. Still a game I want to play. And a game... And now, you know, we all travel in so many different circles when we leave the table that I don't see that much. I see Jaffe tweet about it. You want to get in the beta? No big deal. Go to this site and get your code and you start playing right now. I don't want to play in a beta, so I don't. And I'll wait for it to finally be on the Ryan Clements Memorial list of upcoming software by the kind of funny founders. And when that happens, that's when I'll be like, oh, cool. Now I'm going to jump in and really play this, really get into it. Killstrain, similar. I mean, we shot down and did the Twitch stream from there. I know, and I know they stream it all the time when they're working on it, but it's the same thing for me. I was like, oh, that was a cool Twitch stream we did. I won't touch this again until it's out. I want to wait. And so for me, there's still an excitement behind those games. More for Drawn to Death, because that's like what I want to play. And like these MOBA things, you're all fucking nerds. But I don't feel like it's ruined for me. I don't feel like it's being shoved down my throat. I do feel like maybe it shouldn't be at every show. I don't want to say that it's being shoved down anyone's throat. I don't, that's not what I mean to say, if that's what it, way it came off. Joe Smith on the street doesn't know the fuck drawn the death is, right? You might. Joe Smith, big fan. But what I am saying is that the games are overexposed. And it, and you can really benefit from late announcing of games and getting them out or disappearing off the grid and building some interest in the game in terms of just its absence. It's like addition by subtraction almost. It's like you just... I just feel like in the hardcore PlayStation audience, I'm seeing a lot of these games and like, I don't, sure. and I, I, and I'm not seeing them from any other studio. I'm so I do think it is a 
Sony San Diego thing. I totally agree with you that it's a confusing message. I totally and like what we're talking about with guns with up. Guns up. Like I don't is guns up just not is ever coming out. I, yeah, no, like yeah. I don't. I don't. Because I was waiting for it. Then they canceled the Vita version. Then I'm like, it, it's just then has trophies. I'm like, so is it done? But it's not done. It's, and I'm like, well, what? Maybe you shouldn't have announced this game the way that you announced it. Maybe you should have made it, you know, a game that you sell. Yeah. Or I don't know, man. I, I I just they're experimenting, and I think it's bold, and I think it's important. Yeah, it is. But I but I but I and I think they're going to garner a lot of information from it. But I don't know that it's going to work out the way that they think it's going to work out because well, I, mean, I think the games are overexposed. Well, the big thing about it, and I'm talking mainly about Guns Up, right? And I guess to an extent, Kill Strain then is the fact that they are experimenting with guns up and we're a bit bewildered by it. But the fact that they're continuing to march in that direction, now they probably have stats. They probably have numbers. It probably is making money off of its model, even though it's not fully released or whatever. Again, you have that hardcore audience that does want to play guns <coughs> up and does want to do it that way. Maybe that's just the beat of the drum they're marching to. And you hope to re- replicate that with kill strain. I think with uh kill strain, not my cup of tea, but with, with drawn to death, I'm really rooting for it because, yeah. because I do think that in this, in this crowded shooter space, it's a different and novel idea. And so I, I really want to see it do well. I wish that it was a $60 game with a big campaign that you can like really get into, but how do you do that? And I, I don't, I'm not creative enough to figure that out, but it's, it's the model that's almost turning me off to it now mm-hmm. uh, more than anything else. Cause the game looks really cool. It's a really cool idea. It's actually one of the most unique ideas I've seen in many years, I think in terms of just, uh, um, maybe not in its mechanics or in its, in terms of like what it is, but Art in terms style of, and setup but in terms it, of, though. yeah, in terms of everything about it, yeah, it's a. I've never heard anything like that. That's yeah. a really cool idea. So I, I, I think that it needs to be managed better, not necessarily by Jaffe, but by Sony to just be like, this is a bigger thing than you think, and let's we'll go away for a little while and like finish it and then have a big release of it coming out. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of coming out, Colin, do you want your new best friend to come out of the woodwork? Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for PS. I love this best friend XOXO, where one of you goes over to kindoffunny.com slash forums, post your PSN name, and we send you all sorts of friend requests and messages of love from you, the other best friends. This one. It's all love, man. All love, man. This one comes from Bono Clay. Bono Clay writes in and says, what's up, bromigos? I'm in the army and love it. I've been a PlayStation fan since PS1, but have been falling, failing at socializing on the PSN. My only friends are other buddies that bought the PlayStation 4 with me in late 2014 when we got back from our deployment to Afghanistan, parentheses, including my commander, who we peer pressured into switching over from Xbox. I play a variety of games, but mostly military-related on multiplayer. My name is Bono Clay, B-O-N-O-C-L-A-Y, and fellow best friend <coughs> joining me... Oh, he, he screws it up. And fellow best friends joining me would be greatly appreciated. Thanks a bunch. P.S. I love you too, Bono Clay. Everyone, get your ass on that PSN and friend Bono Clay. And if not, if you don't want to send a friend request, just thank him for his service. Big old Bono Clay. Big old Bono Clay. Thank you for your service over there in Afghanistan working for the Army. You're, you're, you're a gentleman and a scholar. Thank you for protecting the country. And if you're not from our country and you're just watching it, thank you for protecting our freedom that you don't have, everybody else. Sorry, Canada. Mexico. Argentina. Argentina, I think is how Kevin says it. No, I can't ever remember how I did it. Uh, Colin, yeah. it's also time now for this week's Forgotten PlayStation mm-hmm. game, where you and I bat around these PlayStation ideas. Last week was my turn. We're batting around these PlayStation games that everybody forgot about, but I foregoed it. I gave it I gave it a furlong. Mm-hmm. I, I said, all right, one of these people on the forums wanted to give one. 
again this time somebody else on the forum wants to give one okay. plus anthony writes in and says hey greg and colin here's my suggestion for a forgotten playstation game to talk about the classic mr mosquito on ps2 <laughs> sure it had crappy localized voice work and was creepily voyeuristic but it's also hands down the best most mosquito simulator i've ever played love and tears anthony kelly in hong kong mr mosquito is a first party game i think isn't it i thought so yeah, back in the day i remember how super weird it was and yeah. like when they said they were bringing it over i was like well no fucking way and you got to fly and like bite the leg of the woman in the bathtub i was like jesus christ fuck yeah mr mosquito mr mosquito is a forgotten playstation game mr mosquito doing god's work <laughs> god bless you mr mosquito so everybody yeah beg shuhei for mr mosquito ps2 classic with don't, you know what don't we have too many other things we have to bother about please don't bother about mr mosquito <laughs> speaking of bothering shuhei it's time for psn's worst name of the week this is where one of you writes into us over at kindoffunny.com slash forums posting your worst your bad playstation network name that you can't change and we beg shuhei to let you change your name if one day he probably will listen today's comes from nickery golding Nickery Golding, and you're going to love this one because this is a good one. Nickery Golding says, hey guys, when I first signed up to the PSN in 2009, I was a naive 13-year-old whose only intention was to play Modern Warfare 2 with my friends. At the time, I hastily thought it was a throwaway name that was easily changeable at a later date. Being 13 years old, I wanted to be as edgy as possible. I did what any dumb 13-year-old would do. I signed up with the PSN name of... Don't shoot, I'm gay. <laughs> All one word. Don't shoot, I'm gay. And they let you keep it? I have since got a new PSN ID due to the uh, embarrassment of don't shoot, I'm gay. But the point still stands. Shuhei, let us change our goddamn names. <laughs> Edit and PS. I thought I'd just like to add that I don't mean to offend anyone by this name. I myself am gay. Love you guys. Oh, Nickery Golden. Interesting. Well, that's very literal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> don't that's a great shoot, name. I'm gay. That's a great you bring name. up your sights, you see them like, what the? Shot in the head. That's a good one. Real good one. I'm surprised that they didn't just get rid of that name. Now, it's a freaking really loose run operation over there. You run it around eh. for five years with don't shoot. I'm gay. Yeah, like, whatever. No big deal. Gaming's happy, right? Just publish it. Nobody cares. That's not one of the band words. Uh, now, Colin, we talk about um, this segment all the time about the worst PSN names, the bad PSN names. Dwight's <clears throat> Army 14 writes in and says, hey, guys, last week you complained about several people, several people's PSN names, citing them as bad. What would be your advice for coming up with a good PSN name? Thanks. Dwight's Army 14. I don't know. I have no advice. I really I don't. I think it has to be... I don't, oh, don't overthink it. Don't do the inner caps and shit. I mean, I don't know why we're all afraid to use our own names. Inside jokes are fine, but own them. Look at it. Spell it all out in lowercase. Does it, can you read it easily? Because that's what usually people talk about, right? The last guy last week was ass. He was assassin or whatever. Miami assassin. But at a glance in a multiplayer game, people look at it and say, hey, ass guy, go do this. Like, that's who you do. You want to be the ass guy? No, you don't want to be the ass guy. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. Ass man. If you can get ass man, you're great. You know what I mean? It's the ass man. <laughs> whatever it is, you have to own it. Again, I would go by. I wouldn't. I would say that don't shoot. I'm gay is a pretty fucking awesome PSN name. But I understand that maybe that's not what you want. People screaming at you online or how you want to identify yourself. Think of it this way. Is it easy enough to tell someone how to friend yourself? That's always the other one, right? Some girl asks you, hey, let's go play PSN names. And you have some really complicated fucking name or it's really embarrassing. There's your problem. Are you okay to say it in front of your fiance's mother? How about that? Is it, can we start there? Is that an okay one? Mm. Learn from all these mistakes, Dwight's Army 14. Learn from us. Learn from us. Also, Dwight's Army 14 put a PS. PS, my brother asked me to make an account for him, so I named him She Poop Nickel. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking dynamite, Dwight's Army 14. See, that's another good one. I mean, your brother's going to hate it when he's older, but She Poop Nickel is a pretty fucking good PSN name, too. <laughs> 
What does he even mean? It's awesome. Oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is PSI Love You XOXO. Remember, it's kind of funny.com's PlayStation Podcast. So go there, subscribe to the other shows, subscribe to the YouTube channels, one of which by now should have hit 200,000. We were, we were 800 people short, so we probably made that up today. If not, go to youtube.com slash kind of funny and please subscribe to that channel so that it'll be there. Remember that this is the number one PlayStation podcast. We post it every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, you can go get it at youtube.com slash kind of funny games, which isn't super far behind youtube.com slash kind of funny, but is gaining. So subscribe to both channels. We watch all those things. See the games cast. Fucking whatever Colin puts up. Watch his shows. No, don't. Okay, great. <laughs> there's love and sex stuff there's trailers and shit. don't watch anything of it <laughs> uh housekeeping of course since you're playstation fanboys remember the uncharted review posts thursday may 5th 1201 a.m pacific time and our spoiler coverage begins monday may 9th at 6 a.m pacific time again as we always say and i'm sure we'll say in the video the spoiler stuff just sit on it till you have the game and you've played through it. the spoiler cast will be there when you're done don't feel like you have to watch in the beginning if we put up any gameplay clips don't feel like you gotta go watch them chill out bro it'll all be there when you want to you know what i'm saying you know what I'm saying. As soon as this embargo's up, I'm spoiling the shit out of this game for everyone. Okay. I'll, no, I'm only kidding. I'm not going to do that. Oh, what a good guy you are, Colin. <clears throat> Every episode of PSI Love You XOXO ends in a song in a segment we call Singing a Shoe Hey. This is where you, the incredibly talented best friends, head over to kindoffunny.com slash PSM, the M's for music, and submit a YouTube link and an MP3 of a song you have created, not a song you heard and enjoyed or your friend's band or your mom's band, a, f- a song that you did something with. You give me the YouTube link because at the end of the YouTube video, I annotate to your video. You give me the MP3 because at the end of our MP3, I play your MP3. Today's comes from MC Fixer. Now, you may recognize this name as Mick Fister. I've been calling him Mick Fix- Mick- Mick- Mick Fixer. Forever, for as long as I've known him, because he got a lot of times they shove yeah, the right. name together. But then he submitted music. I clicked through his profile. MC Fixer. And he's an MC, of course. I'm so stupid. Mick Fixer says, Hey, Greg and Colin, this is my new song called Worth It, produced by Rocket Pro. Would love it to be used on PS I Love You. PS I Love You. All right. It's a good song. It's a good little, a good little ditty, as they say, MC Fixer. So everybody go over, if you like it, to soundcloud.com slash Mick Fixer. I almost say Fister every time. Yeah, whatever you're into, man. Whatever gets you, yeah. Yeah, whatever gets you, yeah. You beat me to it, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is MC Fixer with Worth It. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. All I know is pain. All I see is rain. Waiting for a change. Waiting for a change. Every day the same. Chasing out the fame. I should be ashamed. Tell me, is it all worth it? Worth it? Worth it? Is it all worth it? Forever feeling like, like I'm all alone Change must come now, where's my brothers though? I'm in the same creps, in the same steps, in the same mess As I was before, time to reset There's no one there for you, like there's no one there for me But if we stick together, they'll call the Siamese In pain, I'd OD, but I stay calm and proceed My fans say quit, quit, but my fans, they control me In time you understand, what they did for me They made it all worth it, just by supporting me they say sky's the limit They say live your dream They said they only like rap when listening to me Me, Damn, it's just me being me I'm working through this stormy weather to make you believe In what I wanna do and try to achieve And is it all worth it? Yeah, more than your belief 